0: Blog Talk Radio.
1: Program, the Ken For Abrams Sports Talk Show on this Monday afternoon, December 7th, currently 52 degrees. Glad to have you guys on board wherever you are and however you may be. We appreciate it. Right here in New York, New York, right here in the Man Cave. Lots to, to get to on today's program. Week 13 NFL recap, Monday Night Football preview, Redskins versus Cowboys, NBA rundown, MLB update as well. Call us on the for Abrams Sports Talk Show. Live call-ins at 661-449-9904. Email us at kbssquare at gmail.com. Follow myself on Twitter at kdoa79. We're also on iTunes. Just go to search, type in the for Abrams Sports Talk Show. Google at kabram79, iartistradio.com, home of Innovative Music, Pinterest, and also Tumblr as well. Picking up where we left off last week on last show... <laughs> The Lions and their troubles, history of losing, the face mask, the Hail Mary. I really didn't watch too much of this game. I was actually at work, so I was in and out of work watching it here and there. I knew the Lions were up by a big amount of uh, points They have a 20-point lead. And uh, on the way home, I got two messages, one from my buddy Galen and one from Dave saying, did you see the ending of the game? I was like, I didn't see the ending of the game. I'm thinking the Lions won, and, you know, what did I really miss? But this is the NFL, right? You just can't turn games off or just go about your business of doing something else because you never know what can happen any given Sunday, any given Thursday, any given Monday. And I'm like, all right, I'm just going on Twitter. I'm looking at this play. I'm like, you got to be kidding me. A Hail Mary? But even before that, the face mask wasn't even warranted. Accidental contact, maybe? I mean, Rogers, what, helmet turned the other way and... The referees, as, as always, got to be the outcome of games. Now the players, the referees, unwarranted face mask. Rogers gets one last chance, a heave-ho, no one bats the ball down. Tip drill, bat the ball down. They didn't bat the ball down. Rogers came down with the ball, touchdown, game over. Lions fans, very unhappy. And Rodgers and company pretty much saving their season. The way how things are going right now in the NFL and in the in the NFC, it's just heartbreaking loss for fans. Heartbreaking, heartbroken loss. Um, I saw the the meme there with uh, Calvin Johnson just falling down like bruh, just falling. I mean, I would probably done the same thing too. One of my managers, he's a Lions fan. He's still ticked off to this day. It's a history of losing to Detroit, man. Just just a lot of bad luck, you know couldn't replace barry sanders after barry left just really a lot of quarterbacks in and out coaching in and out just history of bad luck face mask yes unwarranted. Hail mary just got about the ball down got about the ball down referees making a very questionable call there towards the end of the game so we have that and then you have the the browns browns ravens just kind of was a stinker kind of in and out, but it seemed like it, it was going in it, 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 kind of like eh, Browns-Ravens really got much to play for, divisional rivals. The game was actually an interesting game. And it came down to, you know, Browns going for a field goal for the win. You got a feeling this is going to happen for the Browns. OMG moment again. Block, field goal. Ravens pick it up, run all the way, back for a touchdown. Just history of bad luck. Browns, Lions. Quarterbacks, in and out. Coaches, in and out. Franchises. A lot of rich history. But just a lot of history of losing, too. See that fan ripping his shirt there like Hulk Hogan there. Felt bad for that guy. See a lot of money in jerseys. $100 in jerseys. He's going to rip the jersey out like that? It was a cool video, but I I wouldn't have done that. So you got that poor fan ripping his shirt like Hulk Hogan there. After the Browns block field goal. History of losing. Bad franchises. If I'm a player, I would want to play for the Browns. I wouldn't. Lions, same thing. Wouldn't want to do it. Just just history of losing. Just can't get it out of that funk. For years now, they've been like this. Bad draft picks, bad coaching, bad ownership. Trickle down to the players. My Eagles taking care of business yesterday. Vulnerable paths Wish they had to win Because Going into this game You figure Patriots If you're going to beat the Patriots Any other week You're going to beat the Patriots It's going to be this week No You know Amendola, eh, No Edelman No Lewis No Gronk You know You got a chance You had a chance Block field goal The pick six The interception Yeah Eagles give me Heart attack anyway Every every week I mean, the bots onside kick, they should have gotten that. They didn't get that three and out. Then you give Rady one more last chance. Luckily, it was an incomplete pass. Game over, Eagles win. I guess the hashtag is coming back now, right? And Chip, we trust. I mean, going into this game, I was like, all right, if any other week, it's got to be this week. And I kind of gave up, too, because I'm like 14 nothing, you know. It's like, it's not looking good. I text Dave, I'm like, Dave, it's not looking good. I might as well just start doing something else. Might as well put on the Saints and Panthers game on the big screen television. But I didn't, though. DeMarco Murray looking like not a good signing. Then there's the referees, again, and the federal officials. Pull from the Colts-Steelers game to ref the Eagles versus Pat game. Maybe I might start buying a, buying some jerseys. I was telling Dave yesterday, buy some jerseys, some Dean Blandino jerseys, maybe uh Ed Hockley, Jerome Boger jersey, you know. Welcome back to the program, Dave. Shut some light, man. Uh, Lions, their woes. Browns, their woes. Their fans, fan base, coaching, history. And the Eagles versus Patriots yesterday. I didn't think that my Eagles were going to do it. I really didn't. I really didn't. But if it was any other week, the Eagles were going to do this and beat the Patriots. Was yesterday a vulnerable, vulnerable Pat's team? Welcome back to the program, Dave.
2: What's going on, brother? How are you? Doing Enjoy well. your Sunday. Doing well. Had a good one, huh? Uh,
1: yeah. Winning cures a lot, man.
2: Uh, winning cures a lot. Oh, I don't doubt it at all. I, I had a I had a pretty good uh, good weekend, except for three hours. It was called the uh, Giants Jets game, and. Yeah. Uh, Still, still pretty heated, man. This is NA, NEA that hasn't gone away. I mean, I went to the gym what? today. Tried, right. I tried to work it out. I tried, tried to release it, man, in a positive way. Just right. couldn't do it. I just couldn't do it. And I'm still, I'm still irritated to the second. I'm ready to light some people up. I just got my Fitbit. Uh, just got it today, and uh, I'm just looking at my heart rate rise. Just thinking about the Giants right now.
1: But. Uh, <laughs> Let me ask you about the Giants real quick before we jump into the Lions and, and you know, Packers and and uh, Ravens and Browns real quick. Let me touch up on the Eagles. Um, I was driving my car today. I'm thinking, man, Kauffman shouldn't have gone for that, what, four down, four and two, ten-point lead. I mean, I, I know you're saying the other way, but I'm thinking, man, the, the chances, he should have probably just take the field goal, take the points. Because I'm looking at this like this. If the Giants won that game yesterday, they took the points, and then the Cowboy game, they won that game, and the Saints game, they won that game, you guys would be sitting like three games up right now, a nice little cushion, having mojitos in hands, dark shades on <laughs> in the club, just chilling. But yeah, instead, and you're not even counting that out. Like, yeah, instead of just like, just like, he's like hoping you know, things go the other way now, the ball going in the other court now. It's just like Cowboys, I mean, your Giants could have been sitting pretty right now.
2: Oh, easily. I mean, like yesterday was the fifth time this season that the Giants lost with having the lead with two minutes left in a game. Wow. So, yeah. Wow. So, you know, that stat alone justifies right. my frustration and my anger towards this team. Um, right. Just underachieving at the talent on the field. This is a good team. Yeah. I, I think it's the best team in the division if they can stop
1: I forgot the Patriots too. That's like what three like four or five games ah, right there. Yeah, that's,
2: that's the fifth game. Plus. Yep, that's the fifth one. So, yep, that's five wins right there. Uh, I mean, even if they went 3 and 2 in those games. Right. They uh they have a stranglehold on this division at this point point. and, you know, people are the other guys are probably not even playing, not even worrying about this game cuz they can't catch up. But uh they at, just
1: you're looking at maybe oh, 9 and like 3, 9 and 4 right now, sitting pretty.
2: But they just always find a way to shoot themselves in the foot and you know what? It's When One of my buddies yesterday was saying, oh, man, I'm worried. He's a Jets fan, so he was worried about it, you know, 20 to 10. I I wrote him back on Facebook. I said, why are you worried, dude? I said, you are playing the New York Giants. I'm like, do you know who you're playing? They're going to find some way to blow it in the fourth quarter. Lo and behold, look what happens. I mean, when a team becomes that predictable, you know, losing in that fashion, and it's not surprising, that becomes part of the team's identity and – at that point you, you need to start making some changes up top and, you know, in the coaching it, an attitude, like the winning attitude is just not there. You you can't close out the door. And that fourth and one that Coughlin went for, right. I, like I, t- you know, we talked about it. I said, go for it. Like I was all in on his decision. Uh, too bad Eli Manning is his quarterback and he's a donk and throws him to double coverage for the pick.
3: Mm. But
2: I was all, I was all in for that call because, You know they keep these teams in this game. You know touchdown. If they score that touchdown, they finally have a three possession lead. You know it's you have to have to put that stranglehold on these teams, and they have not done it all year. They let these teams hang in, and they just they always end up on the losing side. And you know definitely changes need to be made at this point. Uh, You know it, it has to be a shakeup at some at of some sort.
1: Yeah, because I was just thinking in my car today, like, man, the Giants could have been sitting pretty, you know, like three, four games, four games at least, just, like, happy, just, like, like you know, let the Redskins, Eagles, and fight for it, whatever they got to do right now because they're going to be out of it, you know, but the Giants could have been way ahead of the pack right now. So what is it? You think it's coaching, bad quarterback play, um, no running game? Um, I mean, like five games with a lead with two minutes left, that should be an icing on the cake. How I ridiculous to to is that, that? I mean, how That's, ridiculous is that? Wow. I mean, that that can't happen. It's got to be coaching, right? If you, if you look at it.
2: I mean, I think it's coaching from top to bottom. Obviously, the head coaches, you're the head coach. You're the, the, you're the head honcho. You're the man in charge. You're the one making the last decision. So he's, I mean, Coughlin's going to be the one to blame. I, I think Bob McAdoo has made his share of errors on offensive calls. I don't know how it works on the team. I don't know if he makes a call or... Coughlin gets it and then makes the final call. Um, don't know how that works. But, I mean, it's been a lot of injuries to the offensive line. Uh, like you said, no running game. They're doing running back by committee. Darkwell, I think he's been the most consistent out of all of them. And, right. you know, he's just not getting the time. Uh, they're just sharing it with, the, you know, Andre Williams. You had uh, Jennings. And and uh, Vereen. Vereen doing the third back uh, receiving back. So, right you know, you don't have time to, you know, warm up and get into the game, get into the flow of the game at that point as running back. And, right. you know, you can't, you know, it's just a lot of things need to be changed there. Um, yeah, the offensive line has been banged up. That's one thing. And Eli was playing great the beginning of the year. Yeah. I mean, quarterback play, I think it's just one or two decisions per game that's been really hindering him. And, you know, going back to the Cowboys game, the first, you know, the first game of the the year that they lost, you know, with having the lead with two minutes, he could have instead of throwing the ball away, could have just held on to it, taken the sack, and that would have been the end of the game. So his decisions yeah. like that that he makes that really hurts him. I mean, he plays so well during the game, and uh, he's been he's been trending downwards as the season has gone on. I don't know if that's because he doesn't have time because of the offensive line injuries, but um. It, there's a lot of changes. I think it's definitely the coaching needs to start. It's great. I think we'll get a great coach uh, You know that with our franchise because we've had so much faith in Coughlin, so much patience during bad times. He, he has won Super Bowls. He's won two Super Bowls to the team, so that's good. But there's been a lot of bad years that people don't remember. I mean, I remember them being a Giant fan. I remember a lot of bad years with Coughlin. And the organization has always been patient with him, always letting him rebuild, always letting him do what he has to do, and then it's it's led to championships. So that's a, a very an attract. It's an attractive job for uh, coaches out there, you know, to come to knowing an organization is stable. Because you know, we were just you were just talking about the Lions and the Browns. I why would I go coach over there? I'm going to get fired the next year.
1: Yeah, it's one and done.
2: You can't yeah, build anything so, with
1: those teams. They don't let you exactly.
2: Develop. And you're inheriting the garbage from the previous regime. Right. And you're expected to do something with that. And you can't implement your own offense. You don't have the, the right players in position. And that takes a while to do. And these organizations don't realize that. So, I mean, it's one and done. You're a coach over there. So I think that Giants job might be, you know, might be a very attractive place for a good head coach to go. Uh, Coughlin is on the hot seat now. We'll see what he does. He's got, uh, what, four more games to go.
1: Well, I think you should pack your bags and head out to Miami South Beach this weekend to play in the Miami Dolphins, right? Give these guys
2: i uh, I want nothing to do with it. I'll go to I'll go to South Beach, but I want <laughs> nothing to do with that game. <laughs> I'll go drink a mojito and you not gotta watch see the poppy game.
1: Man, you got to see Poppy. Do yeah, games, I'll go hang out you know? with
2: him. I'm sure he won't be watching the game either. He's not a big fan of the Dolphins. <laughs> uh, I'll go watch a Heat game with him.
4: That's oh, what I'll do. You know, man.
2: go catch a catch a Miami Heat game. You know, just can't can't do it anymore Ken I packed up packed up my jerseys I bagged them up you know like you put away your summer clothes you in the summertime yep. you put away your winter clothes I just packed up all the stuff I don't want to be associated with losers man
1: mediocrity you didn't rip your jersey like that donk? no 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 no
2: no that's expensive stuff man
1: 100 I mean, dollars I was saying 100 dollars doing a whole coat yeah man
2: out. I I mean no way I'm not I'm not going to rip it up I'm just putting it away I'm just right. putting it away and it's going to be safe I'm not throwing it out. I'm going to hold on to it, put it away until uh, changes are made. And I right. feel confident being a giant fan again, because I just don't want to be associated with mediocrity and just losing. And, you know, it's, it's heartbreak every week mm-hmm. and it's a shame. It's a shame.
1: So shut, shut, shut some light on the Alliance uh, um, face mask. And no, man.
2: not a face mask. The rule of face mask is you have to hold on to it. You right. know, if you, if you, grab it and let go right away it's not so that's what happened i mean aaron Rodgers did a great acting job you saw how he turned his head oh he sold it yeah he's he's Hollywood. yeah he's and that's got, what he's got his what girlfriend what a in. big
1: actress right olivia nunn she's a big she's actress been right?
2: teaching him well she's been teaching yes. him well and then you yes. know he's in all the commercials discount double check yeah yeah so yeah. he was ready he did his share of acting he's uh good to go but he did a good job selling that and even then i was just like ah whatever it's over all right. It's over. I was writing my notes down too. You know, I, I I'm looking at my sheet now and I have so much scratched off because I had up uh, I had uh one in five since the bye week for the Packers. <laughs> I right. thought the game was over. It was over.
1: And he Thursday. And
2: yeah, I couldn't believe it. It was done. And <laughs> for that play to happen, it was just incredible. I don't know what happened with why wouldn't you put um Calvin Johnson in that prevent?
1: Yeah, bat the ball down. All the tall people in there bat the ball down. Yeah. yeah. Well, I
2: mean, he's a receiver. He knows the trajectory of the ball. He knows. You know, he's better at that. Yeah. And he's he's a big guy too. You could have stopped that. He was just standing on the sideline looking sad.
1: Him and Stafford.
2: You know, looking all uh, all disappointed.
1: You see, did you see that meme with Calvin just like, brah, <laughs> Bruh.
2: Yep. Yep. Oh, hey, man. that Calvin
1: have done the same thing too. Man,
2: how, how, you know, imagine being so great and. Being yeah. with such a crap team,
1: dude,
2: you're up twenty
1: points, divisional game. How do you let? How? I mean, you know. I mean,
2: it was kind of flukish too, the way Green Bay scored that first one. But the uh, Stark's
1: that touchdown back, yeah. Yeah,
2: Stark's fumbled right into the end zone, and Cobb recovered. I mean, football gods. It was it was it was a, it was an ugly game. It was an ugly game for Green Bay. I don't know how they won that, but uh, they pulled it off. Uh, Julius Peppers had that strip sack of Safford too, that uh, led to another Green Bay touchdown. Yeah. It was it was just an ugly game. Caldwell called that uh, game heart wrenching. <laughs> oh, <laughs> I mean, yeah. it might be uh, <laughs> job costing.
1: <laughs> who's who's <laughs> to blame here? Who's the, who do you blame here? You blame the Lions? You blame the Zebras?
2: <sighs> you have to you you have to blame the Lions. I mean, at this point, we could blame the Zebras on any game because they're they've gotten so awful that we can look back in a game and see an error by the, you know, by the referees that has, you know, in, impacted one of the teams or both teams. It it has to be the Lions. That prevent defense was awful. How did they allow? There was three Packers in front of them. So like six, seven defensive backs, and there was three Packers in front of them. Yeah. And just their positioning was just awful. I mean, were they not expecting the pass to go that far? I I don't know what was going through their head. But, you know, like you said, it's a losing tradition. And mm-hmm. I guess they're just used to that yeah, kind of too. thing. That was the biggest yeah. uh, comeback in the history of that rivalry, too. And that's, a, Unbelievable that's game, all-time old, rivalry, too. So that was a crazy game, man. Crazy.
1: Unbelievable. Then you got the Browns. I mean, you got to figure, you know, the Browns. What could go wrong, right? Chip shot, field goal, game over. Uh, lo and behold, block field goal. Take it to the church and uh, game over. Browns fans beating Hulk Hogan, ripping up his shirt. You saw the fan, the video. Um, as a, because I have a lot, of, a lot of context out there in Cleveland, so I could relate. You know that pain, that sports pain is nothing. Nothing funny, man. I mean, women have cramps, but sports pain is just as bad, man. It lasts for a long time, and I, you got to feel some kind of way for Lions fans and Browns fans, right?
2: Oh, absolutely. I mean. It's hard It's hard for me not to laugh at these uh, videos that come out with these fan reactions, yeah. um, especially, you know, coming out with the Browns. Uh, these guys are videotaping the game-winning field goal, <laughs> you and know, we'll or what, we'll they, what they think is going to be the game-winning field goal. Right. Yeah. And then that happens. And that yeah. just sums up that franchise right there. In a nutshell. And it's just a shame. Yeah, you have to feel bad. I mean, you know, I'm all pissed off about the Giants this year, but they've won for me you know they've won Super Bowls they've shown success yeah. and you know I've I've had a taste of that and these guys are just deprived they're just losing 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 every time you're rebuilding you think they're going to be good and they just don't improve they just you know they go back a step back a step back a step with their poor draft picks Um Johnny Manziel I don't know what's going on with him he's starting next week against the Niners
1: you saw, I guess his, Facebook, he's, you saw his Facebook thing uh, post 23 and blessed <laughs> <sighs> if i had a mojito i would have drank one i, I oh I
2: man yeah yeah would do some titos and cran. That's,
1: yeah oh man unbelievable I, I couldn't i couldn't i couldn't drink the titos and cran yesterday because my eagles won i didn't know what to do with myself i lost my voice my mom came down and came down and said if i was okay i said i'm great i haven't felt this way since back in the day of my eagles with andy Reid.
2: that's fantastic. it that's it Good feeling, man. It's a, a really good feeling. So uh, Chip is off the chopping block. He's once again the the genius of the world. Oh yeah, and yeah, uh, that's how off. it works in Philly. You know. Yeah, yeah. It's a week to week league, right? We Yeah. Last players. week, get rid of him. You you yeah. sent that video of Hulk smashing him. Yep. You know the <laughs> the Hulk with the uh, Eagles logo on him smashing Loki and yeah. Chip yeah. Kelly's face was on it. That's what it was. And now uh, this week, look, one day I think you sent that two days before they won, and now he's yeah.
1: a hero again. So, well, uh, we'll see. I, I'm very impressed. I'm very impressed. Like you said, he's a hero. Chip's a hero now again. I'm very impressed with the, with the defense. You know, that block field goal, then the pick six, the interception. Brady, if there was any other week, Dave, it had to be yesterday. I was telling my mom this. Any other week, it had to be yesterday to beat the Pats because these guys are going to get healthy again. Edelman's going to be back. Gronk's going to be back. And they'll find a way to beat you. But if there was any other week, for any other team to come in there and beat the Patriots, which is it's rare to happen, and the Patriots haven't lost back-to-back games since when? 2012. So yeah. it was um, it was it was yesterday. It was, yesterday was the week to beat him. And Brady didn't look like the Brady of old yesterday. Throwing some balls with questionable balls, and guys dropping a lot of balls too yesterday. Just couldn't get it, couldn't get it done, and could run the football yesterday. That's what it seemed like to me. Eagles offense, eh? You know, we saw our boy Matthews in there. I guess we found him yesterday. He was missing since week three. So we found Matthews, which is good. And uh, the defense played really well yesterday. Offense, not stolen on the offense. of Marco Murray seemed like he wasn't such a good signing. Do you agree or disagree? We might have lost Dave. Dave, you still there? We might have lost Dave there. So the Marco Murray not looking like a good signing. I mean, thus far. The way he's running... Not downhill as he did in Dallas there, so it's different. It's different with um. It's different with um, Murray in the lineup. We got Kenyon Barnett in there now, making it happen. He's been he's been really good, mixing it up with Sproles. He's been really really good as well too. we given the opportunity to make it happen. He's been good, you know. And Matthews, he's kind of banged up, but Matthews really really good in this offense. Really really good in the offense. And the officials as well, they were pulled. You know, they were supposed to referee the Colts versus Steelers to ref the Eagles versus Pat game. But they were pulled and they refereed they ref the um they ref the Eagles versus Pat Game. I'm not blocked on i I'm not blocked on Twitter yet. Keyword yet, because Dean Blandino I've been tweeting Dean Blandino about his blind referees, just terrible, terrible officiating. Maybe he's trying to buy their jerseys, right? I had Hockley, a Jerome Boger jersey, a Dean Blandino jersey. The officials have been brutal, 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 brutal thus far. Coming up in 28 after the hour. Don't go anywhere. Stick around. We'll take a quick break. We'll try to get Dave. Dave been, Dave's been missing now. We'll try to get Dave back on air. Back after this. Ken Friedman Sports Talk Show. I don't know what kind of what kind of crazy eerie focus or or what kind of superpower he has, but his hands and his eyes are are uh, they're special.
4: People know more now about about the catch, you know, and just I mean I saw it every day. I saw it every day, and I've and I've seen the stuff that's way crazier than that.
1: He's exciting. He's young and uh, special and uh, he's a pleasure to watch.
5: He's out there before the game, putting on the show. I don't
4: think it's nothing he can't do. What's
0: the coolest thing you saw him do at practice?
4: I remember one time he was just sitting there and um, before practice and he spun the ball by himself and kicked it through the upright uh, uh, field goal post and I was just
1: like, what? He a New Orleans boy. (laughs) You know how we do it. We just got it.
4: You talking about body control and being explosive?
2: I can go zero to 60 right back to zero in one step.
1: And I can stop on a dime. I didn't run the fast forty, but she put a helmet on me, or put shoulder pads on me. I'm gonna run past this corner.
4: We ain't even gonna talk about my ball catching skills.
1: Y'all saw me catch the ball with three, three fingers.
4: That went viral. Jump ball. Odell Beckham Jr. made the catch with one hand for the touchdown!
0: I didn't believe it actually happened. I was just like looking around and I was like, did this really just happen?
4: That may be the greatest catch I've ever seen in my life. It's in the
0: conversation.
1: Wow! I well, I knew Odell had that type of ability. I played with him in college, so all those
2: one-handed catches. Crazy, dynamic plays, he's accustomed to those things. The way that he tracks the ball is probably his
6: most defining attribute, he never really loses sight of it. He
0: has
2: his hands are just ginormous. I mean, just freakishly odd. They look odd when he holds a football. It's weird. And I said, Odell, what size gloves do you wear? And he said, 2X, which is massive. But that's why he catches the ball so well. He's built for it.
1: Over 1,200 yards, missing like four games as a rookie.
4: Like as much as I want to fill his head up, he's just that good.
1: Yeah, my boy Odell Beckham, he's just that good. Welcome back to the program, Ken Freedman Sports Talk Show. Live call ends at six six one four four nine 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 zero four. I'm Kenford. Dave's on the other line. We got Mike here. I think Mike said. I think Mike. Uh, everybody. Every time somebody makes a post, I always jot it down. Kind of like my my brain. Uh, kind of like a knack for memorization, kind of things like that. But Mike thinks Odell Beckham can catch the ball with no hands at this point, right, Mike? Welcome back, buddy.
6: (laughs) Yeah. Um, You know, he seems to be doing one-handed every game, so I think uh, no hands will be the next thing, you know?
1: Yeah. Um, How surprised were you yesterday? Your Jets beating Dave's Giants or my Eagles beating the Patriots yesterday?
6: more of a surprise um yeah. the eagles beating the patriots um yeah. i think that was more of a surprise um i i didn't think uh, especially how they lost i mean you know when's the last time you saw a bill belichick coach team give up a, a a blocked uh punt and a punt return for a touchdown and you know interceptions in the red zone it, I, I don't think i have seen it in, in quite a long time actually
1: I was telling Dave if, so there was was any other, if, if there was any other week then the Eagles could have done this was was yesterday because the Patriots are banged up on offense, right?
4: Oh uh, yeah, well I mean you know with Gronk
6: being out and you know they 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 lost Deion Lewis for the year and uh, you know Amendola's you know I think I think he played yesterday but you know he's still hobbled um, and then of course uh, Edelman being out too yeah they are definitely uh, offensively challenged I guess you can say. At the moment, anyway.
1: Yeah, yeah, absolutely. What was the turning point in yesterday's game, you think, for the Jets' victory yesterday?
6: The turning point? Um, I think it was, uh, you know, the, the Giants were up 20-10, to 10, and uh, I guess it was fourth and, I guess, what was it, fourth and three or four, and, uh, you know, they call a timeout, and instead of kicking the field goal to make it a two-score game, you know, 23-10, they decide to go for it, and they didn't get it. Um I think I think at that point um, I'm sitting there saying you know you got to kick the field goal there um, you know I get you know you want to go for it and and really put the game on ice but let's be honest I mean the Jets you know offense really wasn't doing much up until that point and they kicked the field goal to go up 13 I don't see the Jets coming back I don't
1: yeah me either how good has Brandon Marshall been this season for you guys I'm sorry. How good has Brandon Marshall been this season for you guys? He,
6: you know, he's been uh, he's been really good. I mean, we, we haven't had a, a receiver, you know, a, a true number one receiver in a while. Um, so I, I think uh, him uh, coupled with uh, Decker, you know, they've been awesome. Um,
3: you know, Marshall, you know, he does drop some passes.
6: Uh, I'm not going to lie. You know, he's had a couple crucial drops actually this season. And right. also that boneheaded flip against your Eagles, you know. Um, back, you know, way back in like week two or three. Um, but overall, yeah, I mean, it's been a success um, for Marshall. I-, I feel.
1: How about you, Dave? Any questions from Mike? And yesterday's Jet victory come from behind, twenty to ten. Because oh, Mike, Mike, still upset. Man, he's still upset. <laughs> I'm trying to calm him down here, Mike. I'm trying to calm him down. it
6: was. It was a, feeling good. It was a brutal loss, man. It was a brutal loss. Um, you know. I'm looking at it, and I'm like, you know, you guys could easily have at least three to four more
1: wins than you do. Um, you know, just it's what happens.
2: Yep, yeah, yep, yeah, it does happen.
1: <laughs> Mike, I'm telling feeling. him, I'm telling him to pack his bags and head down to Miami South Beach to watch the Giants Miami Dolphins this weekend.
6: <laughs>
1: oh yeah, I actually
6: might be going to a game. So uh, yeah, uh, you should come down. We'll...
2: Yeah, yeah, I can't, I can't be going to that game, man. I'm still, I'm gonna still be salty. I'm still gonna be salty next. It's on Monday night too. I just can't do it, Yeah, Monday night. I just, I'm not, <laughs> I'm not a believer in the Giants. I bet you they lose that one. Tannehill sucks, and he's, they still lose that game in the fourth quarter. I mean, like I was telling Ken, that's the fifth time they lost this year with the lead in two minutes, with two minutes left, and sad, yeah. sadly, this was not the biggest heartbreaker, you know. You know, getting into overtime, this and that. There were so many other ones that, at this point, I think it I'm, was, j- uh... I'm jaded, dude. I'm jaded. I don't think I feel <laughs> it anymore. I, I mean, it's come to like I told you that they were going to come back regardless. I think whether they kicked the field goal, I, they would have blown it somehow, some way. And that's just the mentality that they have, and it's it, they've become predictable in this way, and yeah. it's not a, it's not a good way to be <laughs> be predictable. <laughs> No, it's, yeah. it's not. It's not. Uh, you yeah, know, but yeah. Congrats, congrats. You win, uh, you win the you uh, win the battle of New York that was held in New Jersey. <laughs>
6: yeah, well, you know, for, for the first time in like 20 years, so you know, it's, it's almost uh, 20
2: years anyway. Uh that's all right. But you guys are looking good. Uh, seven and five, holding on to one of those uh, wild card spots now. So uh, things yeah, are looking good.
6: Yeah, yeah I might, mean, uh, I feel. Yeah, uh, uh, like, what happened?
1: Good. Ahead, Good, ahead, Mike. No, I think uh, so. You know, right now we have,
6: we, you know, we basically control our own destiny. Well, actually, we do control our destiny. Um, you know, the, the remaining schedule. I mean, there's no reason why they shouldn't, you know, at least go 10 and 6. Um, you know, 11 and 5, 10 and 6. I, I don't know if they're going to win out. Well, they won't win out. They'll lose to the Patriots, of course. But, um, you know, the other remaining games, they should win. So they should be at least 10 and 6, in my, in my opinion.
1: Well, you got you got and, Tennessee, uh, you got Dallas, you got New England and Buffalo. I mean, yeah, kind of tough. I mean, Tennessee. I see you guys beating Tennessee, right? Uh, next week, no letdowns, right? Yeah, uh,
6: yeah. I mean, uh, they they should beat them. Um, you know, you know. I guess what Tennessee is, uh, what, is it, what are they, three and nine or you know, two and ten, whatever they are. Uh, three, um, three, you know, Mariota's playing good. You know, Mario's good, but you know, that's a team you should beat. Um, you know, New England, well, you know going to go. Um, Dallas with the Romo, you know, they should win that one. And then, uh, you know, then, then the Bills, it's up in Buffalo, but I still feel like you should win that game, too. Um, you know, that, so that would put them at 10 and 6. Uh, should should get them in the wild card, I don't know.
1: What team do you fear right now Who knows? In, the, in the AFC? You, you fear Cincinnati? You fear Kansas City? Um, Houston? Eh. What team you fair right now in the in the, in the Pittsburgh. East? Pittsburgh, Pittsburgh too. Yeah, you feel uh, Pittsburgh you know, Yeah, North I was gonna
6: too. say Pittsburgh. Uh, let me tell you, the, the the amount of weapons that Roethlisberger has oh, to throw to is unbelievable. Ridiculous. Uh, ridiculous. You know, uh, Ant- Antonio Brown. Thank you very much, by the way, my fantasy team. Thanks you, my fantasy team. Thanks you.
0: Um, you know, uh,
6: Martinez Bryan, Marcus Wheaton. Uh, it, it's unbelievable. You know. Uh-huh. I I I've never I haven't seen anything like in a while so, um and they're putting up numbers and and Le'Veon Bell's after the year and all, all D'Angelo Williams has done is come in at thirty two thirty three years old and and you know he's he's held it he held, he's
2: held it down. Yeah, well, he came he came into the year with in tremendous shape.
6: So yeah, I mean shape. he he, he yeah, looked yeah. he
2: looked even better uh, when Le'Veon was suspended the first two games. He looked even better than yeah did last I know. year. So I mean, it's not yeah, really a, yeah. a quote-unquote backup, but I mean, that's uh, one not, hell of a backup he's not to playing have. Like it. No, yeah, not at he's, all. He's not playing like it. <laughs> He'd be a number
1: one on, yeah, a, on uh, a lot
2: of those teams.
6: Oh yeah! Know. Oh yeah! Absolutely. absolutely.
1: Mike, what would you do if you're Chuck Pagano? Um, me and Dave had this discussion last week. The hot hand. What do you do? You put you put um, Andrew Luck back in there when he comes back. Do you put Peyton Manning back in the lineup when he comes back, or you want to ride uh, out with Russell? Uh, what do you do in that situation? What do you do? I,
6: to be honest, I I, I don't think um, it, it's a tricky situation. I I'm one to say that you should never lose your job because of injury. Um, but we all know, you know, that does happen. Um, I love Tom Brady and Drew and Bledsoe. Um, thanks, Smoke Lewis. Um, but anyway, you know, at the end of the day, it, it is about winning. So I, I think you have to go with the hot hand. Um, you know, Osweiler's, Osweiler's, you know, three and L, uh, coming off an impressive win, against, you know, against the Patriots and they win yesterday. He didn't have necessarily have like a big statistical day, but you know, at the end of the day, they still won. Um, you know, I think in that situation, I think you got to ride the hot hand. Um, as far as the Colts, you know, the, you know, I mean, same situation. I mean, Hasselback, you know, played pretty well, I guess. Um, you know, who knows when luck comes back? I mean, it, it honestly all depends.
1: Yeah, they're looking at uh, not this, not next week versus Houston in two weeks. That's a big uh, playoff implication game, so we'll keep an eye on those situations. Shifting off to the NFC, yeah. Mike, um, what team do you fear the most? For me, I'm riding with Seattle right now. I, I kind of fear those guys right now. Those guys look really good. Ever since Marshall Lynch went out, they've been lights out, man. These guys have been playing some really good football right now as of late.
6: Yeah, I mean, I mean, you know, they, they didn't start out so hot. Um, you know, they, they kind of got off to a slow start. But, you know, now they kind of climb their way back up. Um, you know they uh, they're seven and five. Um, you know they, you know they beat they beat uh, Pittsburgh last week, and then you know they won yesterday. Um, you know uh, Russell Wilson's been playing lights out. I think he has three straight games with three touchdowns or more. Um, so they're kind of finding their groove, and you know it's a tough place to play in Seattle. So yeah, that's a that's a that's a team to be concerned about.
1: How about you, Dave? Besides. The Carolina Panthers team you fear the most In the NFC Dangerous team right now You fear the most
2: Dangerous team Uh, I have to agree with Seattle uh, For different Mm -hmm. reasons I think uh, You know With Marshawn going out I don't think that was The big change I think the big change Happened when Jimmy Graham Went out Uh, Mm -hmm. You you know We knew his displeasure And uh, you know He wanted the ball He wasn't a big part Of the offense And Russell Wilson Was playing differently Uh, you know, trying to force the ball to Jimmy Graham, to Jimmy Graham, Mm -hmm. and he was just wasn't playing the way we're accustomed to seeing Russell play. So I think when, you know, Graham got hurt, uh, Russell was back to, you know, going to Doug Baldwin, going to whoever's open, uh, having to run the ball if he had to. Uh, uh, Rawls has come in and, you know, been a great backup uh, for uh, Marshawn Lynch. But I think that's that's the main reason why um, also controlling the ball more on offense. So you don't have a winded defense. The defense is, is not on the field constantly. And I think that's a big help for uh, for those guys. Um, they're coming together at the right time. And they're scary. Absolutely. You don't want to play them in, in the playoffs at all. Um,
4: no. Definitely
2: not. Especially with their championship pedigree. I mean, they've been there two years in a row. Right. So uh, they got the experience. And, and I'm, they're hungry. Uh, that loss to the Patriots last year. They're hungry. So don't count them out.
1: Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely, man. You, you can't count those count those guys. I've been to the Super Bowl the last two years. Hey, Mike, shut some light on the um, the NFL officiating. I mean, Dave's frustrated. I'm frustrated. I think we should. I think we should buy NFL, We should. Be, we should buy referee jerseys now. You know, Dean Blandino Ed Hockey Jerome Boger jerseys. I mean, they should be on they should be on NFL Shop dot com now, right? I mean, they have a Bogo today too. NFL it's, Shop. You might as well get them
2: now.
6: The, yeah. <laughs> the. Uh, the NFL officiating, I just, I, I don't even know what to say about it. Um, it's been horrendous. Uh, it's been horrendous for a while now, actually. Right. Um, I. How do you fix it? I mean, you know, there th- you have calls that, that they're clear as day
4: that I'm literally sitting there on my
6: couch, literally on my couch, and I'm like, all right, well, you know, that's, you know, that's a c- the call I should make, and I don't make it, or vice versa, and I'm sitting there like. If I can see that from my couch, and I get I'm on my couch, it's not real time, whatever. But still, like, how are you messing up these, you know, these obvious calls? You know, I just I don't get it. I really don't.
2: I think they've gotten. My opinion is I think they've gotten lazy. I mean, with the with the implementation uh, implementation of, implementation of uh, instant replay. You know, back in the day before replay, it, I don't remember it being bad. There's and I think the now. officials
1: he got lazy. Yeah, the yeah.
2: officials were way better and all of a sudden uh you know well, the instant replay comes in and they just get so, lazy. Yeah. So it's it,
6: it's kind of it's kind of funny you say that cuz I, I happen to agree. Now now one thing I never understood um and you know this rule has been I guess in the last couple of years where they automatically review a turnover. What I don't get is if 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 a team turns the ball over, okay, you're going to review the play anyway? Why are they so quick with the whistle? Because once you blow the whistle, you know, that's it. That's the end of the play. Right. Now, if the whistle's blown and you have a turnover, now now that turnover doesn't happen because the whistle's blown. Right. Why can't they let the play play out? You're going to review it anyway. If it do, if it isn't a turnover, cool, you reviewed it, you got the call right. Instead of just blindly blowing it dead. You, you know what I mean? Like, I, I don't understand that. Um, maybe it has to do with, you know. Whatever, I don't know, but I just, I always, it always amused me why they do that, why they're so quick with the whistle.
1: Wow. Beats me, yeah. yeah um, I never, yeah, I never even thought yeah, of that situation. I never even thought of that, too. Yeah. I mean, it's something wow. they got to yeah. go back in the all in, in season review. They need to fix a lot of things, and they're quick to fixing a lot of things. Well,
6: there's, uh you, you know, I mean, uh, I forget who brought it up, but I mean, you, you know, obviously the the refs aren't full time, you know, they, you know, they have jobs um, outside of yeah, their lawyers. Yeah. 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 Exactly. So you know, uh, maybe one option would be to do full time, but uh, I don't know if that's feasible. Um, you know, but they definitely have to do something. They definitely have to do something.
2: Yeah, pay them pay them more. You know, it's it's a billion dollar corporation. I'm sure they could spare a few extra bucks for these guys, uh, especially if it's. Oh, yeah. uh, how about a performance based pay? Yeah. Yeah, you, so, yeah. That's that's another way too. Um, it's just. It's getting bad, and it's ruining the game. It's It kind of stinks, you know.
1: I'm all for a, I'm all for replacement arrests at this point now. <laughs> bring, them <back. laughs> bring them back. Bring them back. Yeah, bring them back. What, yeah,
2: yeah the, I mean,
6: they can't be much worse.
2: What's yeah, the thing? Do uh, yeah. uh, you don't miss anything till it's gone? Uh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
6: I'm sure uh, Green Bay would yeah. love that,
2: though.
1: <laughs> oh, I'm sure they would. I'm sure they would. What do you make about all the miss? What do you make about all the miss extra points this year? It's getting it's getting ridiculous, right? Should we be starting signing like twenty million dollar kickers now? Apparently, because kickers can't make extra <laughs> points. It oh, seems like. I,
6: I, well, there was like what nine or ten extra missed points yesterday, something, something yeah, like that. Nine, uh, nine, uh, Santos yeah. from the Chiefs, he missed two uh, on his own. Um, I don't know. I mean, you know, I, I guess Goodell wanted to implement that to make it interesting. Um. Me, I'm I'm more so of the uh, opinion if it's not broke, don't fix it. Uh, but hey, you know that's why he's the commissioner. I'm not. Um, you know, I I don't know. I just I don't agree with it at all. So. You
2: know, with, you know what's puzzling to me with all these misses. Uh, I don't understand why coaches just don't go for the two more more often. Yeah, like I know Mike, Mike Tomlin. For, yeah, Mike yeah. Tomlin always. Tomlin. It. I mean, he's yeah. he's smart for doing yeah, that. You're but closer, I mean you get the right? ball wet at the line? two to the fifteen. Yeah, yeah get the be, ball at the two-yard line and, and yeah. go for two. And, I mean, even if you yeah. miss a few, I think yeah. your conversion rate's a little better uh, instead of
1: relying on a kicker. Yeah, especially with yeah, bad weather. No, absolutely. Down the stretch now, is going to be some brutal weather down the stretch. So you're going to yeah, have to. Move
6: exactly. Too. And then, you know, and being that, you know, let's just say there's a penalty on, on the extra point, then it's moving back even further. So, yeah, I mean, yeah. I say why not? You might as well go for two, you yeah. know.
1: If you were an NFL player, Mike, coming out of college, being drafted by the Browns or Lions, I mean, <laughs> which what team would you rather play for, Browns or Lions, man?
6: I I, I what, what team would I rather play for? Oof, damn. Um, or either. Oh, you know, you know what? Uh, like go, going by like the last, like going by recently, uh I, I would say the Lions just because, just because um, you know
1: 16. Stafford
6: is a franchise quarterback. Huh. Um, I, I think uh, you know they're solidified in the in quarterback position. Um, you know, so they, uh, you know, they have a brighter future. Whereas Cleveland, you know, the, the head coaching situation, you know, the the coaching carousel, the uh, the QB carousel, you know, it's kind of up in the air. Um, so I think I think the stability in the Lions is, is better. Um, neither neither team is is um uh one of, what's the word I'm looking for? Uh neither team is attractive, but I'd say the Lions.
1: How about you, Dave? Lions or Browns?
2: Uh whichever team's gonna give me the biggest payday. I mean, because I know my career <laughs> my career's pretty much <laughs> over at that point. Uh I'm gonna be buried. Uh everyone's gonna forget about me. So uh no matter how talented I am. So I would go for the uh, big payday, uh hopefully invest my money wisely and uh be good to go uh after maybe broadcast uh you know for CBS or NBC, Fox, you know. But uh that's my career yeah. route. Uh, if you're drafted by those guys, you, you, man, you, those guys will get you hurt, you know, those Manziel, those got the coaching carousel like uh coaching carousel, the QB carousel. These QBs lead you on, lead you in the middle, you you get hurt, you ruin your career um playing for these teams, no protection. Um yeah. It's just bad. I mean, I guess, I, I guess I have to agree with the Lions just based on past performance. But I mean, it's really not any better of a situation. Browns, uh, Browns, I just feel bad for. But uh. Oh, <laughs> I
4: know. It's it's, it's I.
2: Hey, poor Cleveland. Hey, they got the Cavs. They got the Cavs though, so <laughs> can't, really, can't really hate on them. Yeah,
1: well, I'm, the I'm
2: stuck with the Giants and the Knicks. Knicks are eh. All right,
1: so. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Yeah, hey, uh, um Rangers. Yeah, you got the Jets, you got the Mets. Me Mets had a good year too. So, I mean Rangers, yeah. Yeah, Rangers not that bad. Hey, um uh Mark Rick, new head coach. You're uh, Miami Hurricanes excited? Not excited? Um looking forward to next season?
6: Oh, uh, yeah. I mean, I I'm excited about that. Uh you know, he was um you know, he had a very successful, <clears throat> successful career in um Georgia. Mm-hmm. Um you know he he uh he's well over 500 of his career um and uh i read uh i guess one of the one of the beat writers um that when it was announced that uh, mark Rick was going to miami um all his players at georgia like kind of got together and like you know kind of celebrated with him and that to me shows me that they love their coach you know he's no longer the coach but you you know you're putting in the time and effort to uh give him a proper send off so that that uh that's cause for excitement. Uh I think he I think him and Kaya will uh will get along just fine. And I think they'll uh you know it's going to take a while naturally. Um it's not going to happen overnight. Um but you know I think within, you know, 3 4 years, you know, they'll be you know, somewhat back to uh being Miami.
1: You see them getting a new stadium out there in Miami? I mean, we were Dave were talking about, you know, the Marlins that stadium, that fish tank I mean, are you going to put yeah. Beckham Stadium next door? Maybe a soccer stadium, I heard, going next door around there? I mean, yeah. these guys need their own stadium, right? The Hurricanes need their own stadium, right?
6: They, uh, yeah, well, they do. Um, I, I just don't know if, if it'll happen. Um, you know, we've been to, uh, well, I've been to a couple of Miami games, but, you know, you've been there, and, and like, the aperture.
1: Oh, it's great. Miami-Ohio State is great.
6: Oh, that was great, yeah. But I mean, when it when it's like you know Miami and and nobody, you know, it sucks because you know it's so far from campus. You know, a lot of, a lot of kids don't you know don't really go. You know, it's, about, it's like a forty five minute drive from campus.
0: Yeah. Um. Whereas the Orange
6: Bowl was two like literally two miles down from campus, so the Orange Bowl is always always right. a good atmosphere. Um. You know, they pack the house when it's a national you know like uh, a nationally uh, attractive game, but when yeah. it's just you know. Regular game, you know, the, the atmosphere kind of sucks. Uh, so, whether they get a new stadium or not,
1: remains to be seen. Yeah. How about you, Dave? You excited about Rick coming in there um, looking good for the future? He's got yeah, some work. Yeah, very to do. Be easy, though. Yeah, he's
2: got some work, but I mean, I think recruiting is going to be uh, a lot easier. He's a great coach. Um, okay. You know, players love him in Georgia. And he was a he was a good coach in Georgia. It's a tough uh, SEC is tough, man. You know, it's tough to be uh, oh, yeah. number 1, especially mm-hmm. with uh Saban and Bama, you know, Bama putting out uh like 10 to 15 number 1 uh first round draft picks per year. Uh it's tough oh, to yeah. deal with. So uh now he's recruiting in the ACC, so he doesn't have to deal with that. Um it's going to be less competition recruiting and uh Miami's yep. an attractive uh area. <laughs> very nice not- hey oh, I'd, be, yeah. I'd, I'd be all for it if uh rick came knocking on my door and saying, hey come play for me I like could be in miami hanging out at the cleveland Absolutely. There, uh- <laughs> <laughs> but uh yeah i'm all for it i think the recruiting's going to uh definitely improve and i would say you know a, a few years i would say maybe two three years uh start seeing and imp- i would see it uh, i would think an improvement would happen overnight you'll see an improvement not you know Back to the national stage, but they'll definitely improve uh, right away. And um, definitely, you know, two three years, uh, we'll start seeing them as hopefully being a you know powerhouse again. You know, two three maybe four years. Uh, I don't doubt it. Yeah, he's a good. Hey, he's a good coach. He's he's a really good coach. Uh, Georgia lost out on that one big time. And uh, Uh, yeah, yeah, I I don't know what's going to happen to that program. They're going to regret that uh, letting him go. uh, Watching how Miami
1: rises. Yeah. Oh yeah. Well. Me and Dave are uh, here in New York. Uh, Mike, you're down there, Sunshine State, 305 to my city. Um. <laughs> Sunshine State? You mean you mean Seattle, South? How's the 305, man? You keeping it warm for me and Dave, man?
6: It's uh, well, it's it's 75 right now. Um, but uh, the sun, like, I'll, I'll be honest, the sun hasn't been out in four days, five days, and
1: mm-hmm. it's rained every day for
6: the last two weeks. <laughs>
1: Oh, you got so, the Art uh, Basel yeah. down there in Miami now, right? You got the Art Basel out there, and uh, you know. Yeah, so, yeah, but, yeah, yeah. Have you, you know, look, was, have, you, have you gone down to South Beach? Have you gone down to South Beach, Clevelander? Um, anything out there? I no? I actually
6: I actually have not been down to South Beach yet. Now um, no, I'm just kind of um, because I, I you know I'm in the Hollywood, so I'm like uh, that area. But I'll go down to South Beach for sure. Just haven't I just haven't gone down there yet.
1: Just say you miss us, man. Just say you miss us, waiting for the Cubans, you know, coming come down there. The stars. <laughs> <laughs> Just give us
2: the word. Just give us the give word. Give us the word, man. We'll
1: uh, be out there. Yeah, right? yeah.
4: You, you know you can come down, you
1: know. <laughs> Are you coming it's, up for Christmas, Christmas in New New York? or what? Are you coming up for Christmas or no? Uh,
6: possibly, possibly. I
1: don't
6: know. I don't know, man. Um, with like my work schedule and stuff.
0: Huh?
6: Yeah, I yeah well, I, I know. I know. Yeah. Hey, um, man. Uh,
2: yeah.
0: At
6: least uh, It's been warm up there You know, like 40s, 50s, right?
2: Oh, You hear this
1: guy now, Dave? This guy's like a 20s, yeah. 40s. Is that, yeah Is
2: you that, that smack guy? talk? Is that smack yeah. talk? Yeah, 30s, yeah, 40s 20s, Yeah, you bro. know face, he's like, yeah, hey,
4: <laughs>
1: While yeah, you were
0: bro.
4: flip-flops Going to work That must be nice,
1: bro That must be nice, dude <laughs> <laughs> Oh, man All right, dude Um, Good talking to you, man And uh, we'll keep in touch And um, good luck versus Tennessee
6: Yes, sir and uh, who do you guys got? The, who
1: the Eagles got
6: this week? Um, Eagles got the Bills. Buffalo
2: Bills. Bills. McCoy. Yeah. Shady, Shady McCoy
1: returns. Oh, all right. Yeah. All right. Shady McCoy oh, so versus let's, Marco let's go Murray. Eagles. So we'll see what happens to that. And, um, let's let's Giants, go Eagles. Giants. Yeah, let's go Eagles. Let's go Jets. Let's go, uh, you know. Giants. I, my, yeah. I can't root for the Giants. I love my boy Odell Beckham, so I root for Odell Beckham. <laughs> but uh, for the sake of keeping Dave happy. We'll see what happens, you know.
2: Nah, it's okay. It's okay. Who, who, do you, <laughs> who do
1: you who do you got tonight? Who do you got tonight? Um, Cowboys versus Redskins. I gotta root for the Cowboys only because, you know, the you know the Cowboys win. You know, my Eagles are tied for first place with the Redskins, so I gotta yeah. root for the Cowboys tonight. You know, I kind of got kind of have to. Hold up! Hold up! Be yeah. them boys. Let's yeah. go. <laughs> <laughs> Might you might get a text message uh, from Dave saying he's gonna be out there Monday for that game, you know? No, we'll see. It'll be right. going out
2: just to have fun and and go to the bars, uh,
1: enjoy Ocean Drive, uh, just relax.
2: Oh yeah. Uh, definitely, yeah. I just can't, I can't, I can't get myself to go see that team. I, they just break my heart every week. <laughs> if I if I go see them, I'll be pissed off in Miami, and that never happens. And I'm not trying you to can't, let that you can't happen. Be. Yeah, yeah, you can't you piss off them, man. Uh, I'm bringing that uh, <laughs> that uh N E A down to the uh south, southeast anger. <laughs> so, uh, trying to avoid that at all costs.
1: Oh <laughs> uh, yeah, I know. Oh man All right, Mike, we'll visit with you next week, dude. Be good. <laughs> all right, man.
4: All right, yeah, Mike, have you a good night, one,
1: brother? You got that's
4: it. You, talk too, you, man. Too. you got it. Uh,
1: that's uh Mike Malone calling in there, rocking flip flops and shorts and Oh, uh, jealous. Jealous. But it's good. He's a good friend because he hasn't gone down to South Beach without us. That's so good. Yeah, it's good yeah that's true. He's whole, he's waiting out. Uh, I are guess we're uh,
2: we're being we're being bad because uh, we're we're holding him up. So yeah, I guess something are. has to happen. Something has
1: to give, right? Something has to give. Something has to give. <laughs> <laughs> Back after this, can't sports talk show.
4: Don't you open up that window Don't you let out that antidote Poppin' poppin' is all we know In the hills is all we know Don't go through the front door It's low-key at the night show So don't you open up that window Don't you let out that antidote day. Pop it, pop it, all we know the hills is all we know Don't go through the front door It's low-key at the night show
1: it for like another minute and a half I just couldn't do it So we're back Camp Freedom Sports Talk Show Salute to Mike for coming on here Got Dave here Myself here 661 449 You know the world is always about You know Some bad, some good Um You just never know man You just gotta try to bask in the glory And just try to enjoy life man I just saw um it's just. and uh, you know, by the way, before we hit up some good news, I was going to do a segment of some good news in the world. Um, I to talk to my buddy uh, Yuri, um, all things, uh, all things Atlanta sports, Falcons, Hawks, goes to school out there at UNLV in uh, Vegas. Good friend of mine. You know, met each other on Twitter, so um, we go back and forth chat it up every now and then so um he's kind enough to join us tonight on the program three after the hour comfort even sports talk show live call into six six one four four nine 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 oh four. welcome back yuri how was the exam man you got a hundred i hope you got a hundred on that exam hey
3: hey man you know i'm doing it big on everything
1: <laughs> good answer dude. how how is uh how is vegas man out there right now because um, last month of Vegas was in May. How was Vegas out there? Still Vegas, same old Vegas.
3: Man, man, Vegas. It's still re- it's still electric, man. You know you got New Year's Eve coming up, so you know they're gonna they're gonna shut down the whole strip. So it's 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 just gonna be a movie out here, basically. You know, it's just gonna it's gonna be hectic.
1: It definitely is, man. Let's talk some NBA. DeAndre Jordan. Most missed free throws. Twenty-two free throws. He
0: guy makes eighty-four yeah. million
1: dollars, man. I mean, could he just right. learn how to shoot some free throws in the off season? Is that too much? That too much to ask?
3: Man, it, it's crazy. Um, because that's a big factor. Um, uh, Jordan, I'm surprised. You know, the Clippers put out all the stops to try to get him, knowing that's his weakness. But then yeah. again, you know, he could crash the boards. He could, you know, get a lot of points in the paint. So, uh, you know, my my opinion on that really is they were they over they they try to. Uh, Overlooked that flaw and look, they try to look at the real potential in him with from free throws. You could, you know, you could say the same thing about Shaq, but look yeah. at him.
1: Yeah. Well, you shed some light on Kobe Bryant. He got a letter coming home to Philly. It was a great game. Um, Sixers, my Sixers, finally winning. Um, <laughs> well, shed some shed some light on the Sixers organization as a whole and Kobe's retirement. How surprised are you? Not surprised. You surprised? You told Jordan in the off season.
3: Um, well, talking to Jordan about his retirement, that's no surprise to me because my my opinion on that is he wanted to talk to someone on how to handle a big news of retirement because obviously it was a big deal when Jordan retired. And so I guess he wanted to figure out how he could come out and announce his retirement. And personally, I knew this was his last season, but um, I didn't expect him to announce it so early in the season. And right. I guess now you got you got the whole Kobe Bryant tour in every road game. And um, as far as the Sixers go, you know I just think they're they're a mess right now. You know you got Julio Randle, um off the court struggles, and I think a big factor in that is just the losing. You know they're one and twenty, and uh, that's no excuse to act up off the court. But you know you got to get your head together no matter how serious the situation is in regarding in regards to losing. So you know he's got to mature a little bit. I know he's a rookie. You know mm-hmm. he's I believe he's still I believe he's still eighteen, but. That's all part of being a professional. You know, you you gotta learn how to handle those losses. So I mean, but it's just a problem in Philly because they still can't get um beat on the court. He's still having his injuries, and um they just came, they just fell to the bomb of the week ever since they lost to Andre Iguodala and Lou Williams, and it's gonna take a while for that process to work.
1: Yeah, I mean, a 19-year-old kid, got all the money and the fame. He's got to be smart, man. I and mean, he's got to have his boys around him saying you can't do certain things. You know, everybody's got a camera now. So you got to be careful, man. Yeah. It's not like back in the day when, you know, social media wasn't as crazy as it is now, right?
3: Yeah, yeah, because, you know, when I first heard that he knocked some dude out after the Celtics, after the Celtics game, I'm like, really? And then, you know, a couple of days later, he got caught to speed. And so I don't know. He, he's just not in the right place right now, and that's why they suspended him a couple
1: games. Yeah. Warriors, man, I mean, can they beat Jordan's Bulls 72-win season man. the Warriors winning 73? I mean, who's beating the Warriors anytime soon?
3: Man, I I got a big opinion on the comparison to the 96 Bulls. The way I see is the right way each team have their own greatness. Let them have their own kind of greatness. But right. the war, the Warriors, man, the, the only way that they could get past that comparison is when the playoffs come, well, let me see them beat the Spurs or the Thunder or the Clippers in the playoff series. Because last year they had to play any of those teams, you know. And right. I'm not taking away from I'm not taking away from what they did and what Stephen Curry did. But until they beat those other contenders in the West, then I'm not I'm not 100% sold on the Warriors. But you know, I'm still gonna give them their props on what they're doing right now. It's 22 and 0, it's amazing. Best start in NBA history. So we'll see what happens up the road.
1: I got my co-host, Dave, here, chopping it a bit. couple of questions, Dave, on Philly, Kobe, the Sixers, DeAndre, the Warriors. You want to hit up uh, Yuri right now, Dave?
2: Uh, yeah, I got a couple of questions. Uh, I guess uh, with the Kobe situation, uh, you know, the Lakers are a young team. Uh, they've been, you know, kind of accepting the fact that they're uh, in the rebuilding phase. Uh, is it a good idea? I mean, I know it's Kobe's Kobe farewell tour. I mean, Eric Jeter had his farewell tour, but he was still producing at the time. Uh Kobe yeah. Bryant Kobe Bryant is, is not producing whatsoever. I mean last night alone he scored five points on two for fifteen. Uh one for six from three. Uh he's having a lot of games like that. Um what what do you do in that situation? Is he owed this? Do they sacrifice a full year of the, the youth for uh, Kobe um, or what do you think?
3: Um, you know, Kobe he can still be part of the system but but don't let that hinder the playing combo young guys such as Clarkson, Randall, and, you know, Hibbert. So it's like Kobe taking all those shots, it could be a cancer to them in regards to winning and losing games. So I just think, you know, he should step back a little bit because, you know, we know his situation. We know he's prone to injury now, and regardless of a of a farewell tour he that that shouldn't be able to hurt the Lakers' winning chances. I know they're 3-17, but, you know, it's still early in the season, and, the way he's playing right now, he shouldn't let that affect the Lakers' chances in the tough conference.
2: Definitely, definitely agree. I mean, yeah, I, I think it's not even about the winning factor. I think it's about just getting these guys experience at this point. And uh, exactly. if Kobe's, you know, holding the ball and just shooting it up every time, what are they going to do? Just run up and down the floor and play defense he's, the whole time?
1: He's taking three from half court, man. Like he doesn't. Okay. Even oh it just point. looks bad.
3: And that's oh. why, and that's why I think, and that's why I think that's hurting the play of D'Angelo Russell too. You know, people. Laker fans are not really approving him right now. Yeah. He, he's not. He's
2: not allowed, he's allowed, to, shine allowed to shine right now, I and mean, that's the problem. Right. So, exactly. uh, I, I mean, I think D'Angelo is going to be a good player, but not right, right, right
3: now with Kobe. Right. Yeah. And you know, tonight, tonight they face a tough Raptors team on the road, and Toronto's saved by 11 and a half. So, you know, all those factors play in because they got to deal with a lot of tough guys on that Raptors team, such as Lowry and DeRozan. They got to yeah. find some way to stop that scoring, you know.
2: Yeah, and the Lakers are on the back-to-back, too. So, I, I don't know if the old legs of Kobe are going to hold exactly. up because they just played the Pistons last night.
1: Yeah. Yuri, you, what do you make about the Cavs? 13-7, and cause of concern, Coach Blatt, hot seat, or they're just cruising right now, LeBron and company? Man, you
3: know, look, they're, they're still thir- they're still 13-6. and six. There's no reason to panic. But, you know, they're definitely missing Kyrie Irving, you know, and in the, in the show. You know, they lost to the Pelicans and – and overtime on Friday, and they're just doing right. slow right now. And it looks like LeBron has to handle that workload by himself. And, you know, I'm a Mo I'm Williams fan, but he just can't handle things the way Kyrie Irving can. But, you know, yeah. for now, Cleveland, Cleveland's still sitting pretty, though. They're second in the East. There's no need to panic. No need to talk about Black and fired. It's still, it's still early. It's just, I know it's the Cavs. You have high expectations. But, you know, I think they're, they're, they'll do all right until Irving comes back.
1: Kevin McHale got shafted in Houston.
3: No. Man, like I said, you know, it's still early in the season. I, I feel like g should have gotten fired because Houston, they're, they're eighth right now, 10 and 11. But, look, they're still going to be a contender in the West. They're still going to make the playoffs, and they're still going to give a lot of teams a hard time. So I think, yeah. you know, I think there was high expectations and that pressure that all played in and to him getting fired. But, you know, I'm a big fan of Kevin McHale. So, you know, I mean, I don't know who's going to really replace him long term, you know interim
1: coach won't work. Yeah, It's hard. It's it's easy firing somebody, but replacing that coach is even harder, 10 times harder. Getting the right guy in there. It's crazy. Coach Um, is the first to go. You pay these guys,
2: you can't fire a player. I mean, they got 30, 30, 80, $100 million contracts, you know. Got to go for that uh, $5 million contract of the coach. (laughs) Right,
3: and you know, um, but another thing is, you know, Harden can't handle it himself. He needs help from you know Howard, Patrick, Be- Beverly running the point. All of them got to yeah. help him. Uh, Harden can't put up forty something points a not or even fifty, and still win the game. You know, same goes. Same goes for Kobe. You know, he can put up some numbers, but they're, they're still gonna lose.
2: Yeah, absolutely. Harden's, Harden's got to step up his D there too a little bit.
3: Exa- <laughs> exactly, because he, because Harden, Harden just stands around on the board. You know.
4: Oh,
1: I hate
3: hard. I
1: I watched some YouTube videos on Harden playing defense. It's it's laughable, man. He's the worst it's
2: defender just, in the league. He I think. he is yeah. the
1: worst defender. Dude, it's
3: I mean coaches, he loves the but, you know, but he can't play defense. I don't understand. Yeah, I mean you gotta have the right combinations. You can't just be an elite scorer and not have other fundamentals in your game. Right. Yeah, you
2: you hurt your team that way. Just exactly. You definitely do. Yo,
1: know, you're a Hawks fan. Um, any issues so far? You like what you see from these guys so far? The Hawks. Man,
3: I mean Atlanta. They're um right now the Hawks are um they're fifth in the East. But the one concern I have for them is just finishing the game in the fourth quarter. I remember you know we were up 15 against the Raptors last week. They couldn't with the deal, and um, it's just about. But with the Hawks though, it's just about getting into an early good start and finishing the game. You know last year they didn't have those problems but they should be going back to the old Hawks and not being able to finish in the fourth quarter, you know, and that's mm-hmm. unacceptable from a coach like Hugo. Mike Buno. That comes from the good San Antonio style of offense and, and the way they play. So, you know, if they fix that, it's not, it's not much of a concern because a year ago, you know, they, a year ago around this time, they started 13-6. They're 13-9 yeah. now, and, you know, coming into January, they had a 19-game winning streak. So, you know, I still have faith in what they're doing right now.
1: Yeah, there you go. So from from good to bad, your Falcons man, uh I mean it's hard to watch that ice company man, good lord. What's going on with your Falcons, man?
3: Man, you know, I just feel like I feel like one major problem on offense is Kyle Shanahan, you know, coming from Cleveland as our new offensive coordinator, I just think he completely ruined Matt Ryan's rhythm. And it's just like 'cause Matt Ryan's having his worst season of his career and at this point a lot of fans in Atlanta they want him out. You know, and it's crazy. You know, five straight losses after starting 6-1 and one, and going are on the verge of missing playoffs. So, I think they're going to have no choice but to get rid of Kyle Shanahan. And I think another factor of why they lost the game this week against Tampa, I think they brought back Devontae Freeman a little bit too early from that concussion. They maybe mm-hmm. should have rested him another week, gave Kevin Coleman to start. So, you mm-hmm. know, it's, and it's going to be even harder next week because they play Carolina on the road. So, they could possibly lose six in a row.
1: How about you Dave you you dislike the Falcons I know Dave does he, he's not a fan he's not a big fan of the Falcons right, It's Dave?
2: not dislike it's just I just don't understand what goes on over there I mean how they start off I mean every year even when they're successful they have like 12 wins 13 wins 14 wins the second they get into that playoffs they're just a different team and uh they're beatable and I just don't understand what's going on uh do you, do you attribute the success at the beginning of the season uh, mostly because they were playing uh, I know they had all four NFC East games
0: uh, early in the
2: season. Is that is that the reason why they had, you know, that under, you know, 5 and 0, getting to 6 and uh 6 and 1? Uh do you think that's part of the uh reason or were they a flawed I mean, team from the get-go or it just kind of happened?
3: I mean, I'm not to discredit, you know, the way they played the NFC East because a lot of all those games were close. And a lot of those games they had to come back in the fourth quarter. Know, such as the Cowboys game, I and mean, you no, know, I still think, the NFC East teams, they're still, they're still gonna be competitive. Like the Giants game, you know, we came back late right in that fourth quarter too. So, ah. I mean, it's just, it's just, it's just the fact, it's just the fact that you know, we're, it's another season where we're dealing with injuries. You know, it's stupid penalty calls on defense. You know, I mean, um, Desmond Truffaut, You know, our corner, he's having a hard time with these pass interference calls, and it's just about, like I said, holding. I don't even know what to say about the team anymore because I thought Dan Quinn was going to take the Falcons They're promised saying You know, he you was successful as a defensive coordinator in Seattle, and mm. I don't know if they got too if they got too comfortable at, at six and one. But you know, you got to look at it. They had the easiest schedule in the league up until now. You,
2: you know? know, it looks like two different teams. I, I mean, just watching them from the beginning of the season, uh, the defense was looking great. Uh, we were like, this is the new new Falcons. Uh, you know, everyone was believing in the hype. And uh, you know, seeing how the defense is productive, they were like with this offense and the defense. The guy's the limit for the team. And then all of a sudden, it just hasn't been looking good, week in, week yeah, out.
3: Yeah, and I just think um, another problem that Matt Ryan has, he keeps on forcing the ball to Julio And double coverage, triple yeah. coverage. Yeah, you got yeah, you do other options on the field. You still got Roddy White. You still yeah, got, that's. Um,
2: I want to ask yeah. you that. What ha- what's going on with Roddy White? I mean, does he? Why doesn't he throw to him anymore?
3: I just you know, like I said, yeah. uh, like I said, it's just that it's just that mindset. Oh, if it's Julio, open no, no, I'm still gonna throw it to him. No, you got other guys like Justin Hardy, Nick Williams. You got other op You got other good options you could feed to on the field. Julio Jones isn't the only receiver. So, yeah,
2: and then Hankerson was playing well too for there uh, yeah, for, for a little yeah, while. Yeah, and,
3: we lost we lost we him we the injury. So,
2: oh man, unbelievable. Yeah, I mean Roddy White, I was just like where has he been? I you know I, I, I,
3: I completely I forgot he was in
2: the league there for a little while.
3: Yeah, because we just still he's still efficient, I guess, you know, but part of it is he got his money and after that, you know, it's like he completely fell off.
1: Man. Nah. Hey, you before I let you go, man, um Christoph Porzingis, man. You thought <laughs> from <some> Christoph <laughs> man. A P six Hey
3: Hey that that's the rookie of the year right there, man. It's rookie of the year. Yeah.
1: Definitely. Where are you right yeah, now? Okay. Vegas. Are you? Are you? Go ahead. Go ahead.
3: No, no. Um, go ahead.
1: No, I was gonna say Chris Stapps, man. The guy, like, to me, he's like, wait, he's like, like, he looks like he's like four years in this league already. Three, four years in this league already. I mean, right, he's got a jumper. Know, he's got putbacks. He got a three. He got a post move already. I mean, wow. Yeah,
3: and he's he's just a double double machine too. And you know, he's got Carmelo Anthony by, himself, by his side too, so that helps a lot. And that's why I got the Knicks sneaking in the playoffs as the AC
1: yeah there you go. There you go. I couldn't agree more. You know, me and Dave are big fans of christstaphs man, so yeah me, uh, me too. Good stuff man where um where are you right now in Vegas? Are you in school or are you on the strip? Where are you right now?
3: uh right now you know i'm on I'm on u n l v right now I had to handle some business you know exams yeah. or whatever, and then you you know then um you know this is gonna be over this weekend and head to Florida handle you know, some journalism yeah. Because, you know i do um I do booking and marketing with amigos now.
1: You know, with their
3: uh, label Oh, uh,
1: okay so, you know, Yeah Okay, cool Are you um you going to be in Atlanta for Christmas Or what's the Christmas plans?
3: Yeah, you know, I'm my plans right now You know, heading to Florida on Wednesday for two weeks Then Atlanta for Christmas And um, I may be heading to New York for New Year's Eve so Maybe
1: All right, well, if you do, man Hit me up, man I'll be around
3: You know, I should be around Most definitely, most definitely
1: and Tell those knuckleheads Tell those knuckleheads to, to shut the hell up back there, man. Tell me on the damn radio. <laughs> hey. <laughs> oh man. Hey uh, always good hey, always good talking to you, man. Pleasure. Um safe travels and uh we'll talk to you soon, man.
3: Hey, it's good good to be on. Thank you.
1: Alright, Yuri, take All care,
2: right. man. Nice meeting you, man.
3: Yep.
1: Hey Dave, uh, Yuri, follow Dave on Twitter too, man. I think I lost his uh his um his contact the phone connection there. But you got to follow him on Twitter, Dave. He's a good dude, man.
2: Yeah, definitely. I'll I'll yeah, definitely. I'll, I'll get on that for sure. Uh yeah, I like what he said. Uh I I don't man, that's a as a big uh, I'm a big Knicks fan obviously and love KP6, but I I don't know. I don't know if I agree with rookie of the year just yet cuz Karl-Anthony Towns is doing some damage. Um yeah, he's a problem. It's just it's just different uh, markets, you know. It's uh, you know, Minnesota and New York. New York, of course, you know, you see Chris Stapps in, in the Knicks uniform doing something. But uh yeah. Carl Anthony Towns' his numbers has been they've been out of control. And he's like quietly dominating that uh th- in the West. So yeah. I would have to pick uh Towns as rookie of the year at this point. I mean, it's um, close. It's close. I mean, but like you it's said, close. It is close. He, he has more double playing doubles. Playing market, you know. So yeah, I, that's, that's what it is. It's people don't see Carl Anthony Towns. They don't get to right. watch him on see, TV. Right. And exactly. It's just, it's right in front of them at, at all times. Who's Carl Anthony
1: Towns playing in front of? Like who's in Minnesota? Exactly, and
2: that's that stinks. You know, it's like he yeah, he's, he's sucks. a great player. He is good, yeah. and he right. he's gonna be a monster. So, I mean, hey, rookie of the year, whatever. Who cares? It's just an award. It's about, you know, being a winning team. And uh, I I like them both. I think the sky's the limit for both of them. Uh, Great great rookie class, I think, Um, with those two. uh, Hopefully, Jaleel could join them soon, but not with that team.
1: What kind of advice would you give to Jaleel right now? I mean, uh, you, uh, Yuri just said he got the speeding ticket, you know, punching the guy in the in the in the parking lot. There, what do you what would you yeah, tell? Yeah, that old kid right now. Who would you tell this and, dude? He's he's put on the thing pattern. with right. the thing with that Boston fight was there was
2: two. He had two fights in Boston that night. Oh, it was two fights and, uh, that night. Yeah, that's because the second the second second fight uh, was aired by TMZ, and that's what he got suspended oh. for because it was just two oh. fights in Boston back to back the same night. First off. Isn't he 19?
1: How did he get in those clubs? Well, that's the thing. <laughs> yeah, I mean, a lot of these guys, man, they get in there. Maybe he wasn't wearing Who yeah. knows? but
2: yeah, yeah, how is TMD but,
1: always around these things, man? Man, these guys, man,
2: they're they, they're troublemakers, man. I, I don't like them. I don't like them. They yeah. always air that do- dirty laundry. Uh, yeah. They're like horrible referee crew, just, just dirty laundry all over the field uh, mm. for all these sports guys. But uh, what advice would I give him? I mean, he wasn't happy getting to he wasn't happy getting drafted by the Sixers at all. I mean, you was, see that in his reaction. I mean, uh, when they did the introductions of their draft class, yeah. uh, he threw they took the quick picture and he just threw the jersey down on the There's floor, uh, on, the, uh, on the table and yeah. just walked away. Uh, yeah. He was not happy to be there. He wanted to be a Nick. He thought he was going to be a Nick, um, or at least in a better market. You know, maybe a Laker too. Because right. he was sandwiched in between those picks. And uh, you know what? You can't be a baby like that. Uh, you do have to grow up. He's so used to winning in Duke. You know, he's used yeah. to championship teams. But you got to get yeah. used to this, man. You're getting paid big boy money.
0: Yeah. So
2: uh, don't cry about it. You Give back the money. If you want to go to another, give back the money. Uh, that's what I say. Uh, you have to grow up at some point. Uh, Losing is going to happen. And you're not making a good... Uh, you're not making yourself look good in the light of, you know, what if a trade were to happen or, you know, another team acquire him? Why would you want that, you know, his attitude on the team? Because God forbid you don't you know, go on a losing streak. Is he going to start acting up and get in trouble off the mm-hmm. court? So, yeah, he's just got to grow up, man. I, it's part of growing up, man, 19 years old, so young. Man, I was a donk at 19, man man. I did yeah. so much dumb things. I mean, <laughs> looking <laughs> back, I'm just like, I don't blame him, man. I, I really don't. Cause I was a knucklehead too.
1: I mean, and DeAndre Russell
2: was so, 19
1: too. I mean, playing in LA, yeah. point guard. You're so, so young.
2: You know what it is? It's like, and then yeah. to be that young, I was young and stupid. If I had that kind of money, oh right. man, oof, I'd yeah. be way worse off than he is. So uh, you know, it's it's just kind of the thing. Uh, You definitely want a mentor, but they don't have mentors on that team. It's a young team. The youngest person
1: on that team's like twenty three years old. So twenty three is the oldest. Yeah, right. So who's so So, who's mentoring who on that team?
2: You nothing. That's that's the thing that's missing. Uh, You know, they used to have the veterans. Like you know, when he was saying that they had when they had Igudala, and uh, even like when Jason Richardson was on there, at least you know you have these older guys that have been in the league and they know what's going on. But. yeah, no, no mentoring, no nothing. I'm glad uh, Michael Carter Williams got out of there. I'm a, I'm a big Syracuse guy, and yeah. uh, I'm glad he went to the Bucks. He looks good uh, getting out of getting out of the Sixers, but man, I don't know that franchise is in uh, shambles.
1: Shambles. It's like, the, it's like the Sixers, the Browns, the Lions, man. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I, I you, gotta, mean it, you get drafted the, out of season, just get just get, get used to losing. You know? Yeah, I mean, at
2: this point, it's they're tanking just for draft picks. I mean, this rebuilding process by Sam Hinkie is is just absurd. I, I just don't understand it. Uh, you just get the uh, a first round lottery pick, uh, top three, and just keep drafting centers. It's not going to work out.
1: No, definitely not. Yeah, interesting stuff, man. It's just uh, that's the that's the sports and life kind of like go hand in hand. It's just he's got to slow down, man got to slow down. He's got a big future ahead of him. He's a young kid. I hope he learns from his mistakes. I, ho- I hope he Yeah, learns.
2: I hope he's not one of those uh, stories that, you know, those 30 for 30s on yeah. ESPN uh, of just failure. Uh, you know, so much talent and, you know, possibilities and just ends up being a failure just because of his off-court actions. So, uh, yeah, I hope the best for him, definitely. Uh, it, it's a tough situation for him. Young kid. But uh, hopefully, he just get someone to mentor him and you know just take him under his wing. And right. even if it's a player on another team, just an older guy just looking at you know a former Duke guy or hey, Coach K, give him a call. Come on.
1: Yeah, I'm sure. You know? I'm sure. I'm, I think Coach K might might have reached out to him. He's about the only mentor right now going on right now, right? I mean, K hey, Well, coach. that's 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 a pretty good mentor to have.
2: I'll tell yeah. you that. Coach K, uh, getting a phone call for him, that'll set you straight pretty quick because he, he won't yell at you. He won't do this. He, he'll just tell you like it is. And, you know, you listen to that guy. he's He's, he's been around the block and, uh, you know, he knows about winning and he, he knows about the game. He's been around for so long and uh, he's a champ. So, yeah, I, I, would, I would hope Coach K uh, gives him a few calls and, you know, starts checking up on him, you know, yeah. <laughs> being like his pops or something. Hey, are you in
1: for curfew? <laughs> yeah, some something, something needs to happen. Stay Coming out of trouble. 20, yeah, definitely stay out of trouble. You don't want any more uh, bad news, especially more news in the Sixers. No, no news in the Sixers is good news. So, yeah. um, we stay out of trouble. Coming up on twenty-seven after the hour, don't go anywhere. Stick around. We'll talk about some good news. A lot of bad in the world, so we'll talk about some good news up next. Excellent,
0: day. excellent. Uh, All you said goodbye.
4: When yeah. you yeah.
1: Back to the program, guys. Can't him, Sports Talk Show. Live call ins at 661 449 Here we're Dave. Uh, some good news in the world. Devin Still's daughter is now cancer-free. So is uh, Jimmy Carter. So some good stuff, right? Some good news, right?
2: That's, uh, that's the kind of news I want to hear. I mean, everything's so depressing nowadays. I mean, news is just... I, I don't watch news anymore. Just because yeah. everything is just, you know, people getting killed and just horrible things happening in the world. And it gets depressing at times. It's hard to uh, keep going and, and staying positive at that point. But uh, just hearing uh, some ama- one amazing story a day, I-, I-, I could deal with that. Even one a week. But uh, that's yeah. that's such a beautiful story. Uh, I'm so happy, so happy for them. Um, I know she's been battling for a long time, even when he was uh, still playing. Yeah. So that was a big thing, and very happy, very happy for it. It's it's great hearing. It's just, it's so refreshing.
1: Yeah, and also uh, some some of that good stuff. And uh, Jimmy Carter as well, former president, cancer-free, yeah. which is really, really good. That's just amazing. Um, yeah, some good stuff. Stedman Bailey calls his recovery, nothing short of a miracle. Um, thought he'd be dead, right? I mean, got shot in the head twice. I mean, that's some good news.
2: It, that's that's another good news thing. I mean, it, it's a miracle. <laughs> Yeah. I mean, it's it's not a lot of things, not a lot of parts of your head that you can get shot at and still live. And yeah. uh I think he got hit twice. So yeah. uh yeah. to survive and and you know, still be completely okay. I mean, you know, still have his motor function and um I don't know how long his recovery is going to be and whether he could still, you know, play football, but hey, if he can, I mean, that's nothing short of a miracle. So definitely some good news.
1: Ronda Rousey finally showing her face uh with the bay having some coffee walking the dog and Cali Uh UFC president Dana White says uh, Holly Home Ronda Rousey rematch will happen. Not sure when, but will happen. So yeah, not anytime yeah. soon. You saw that uh,
2: article I sent you. I, I yeah. sent you that article. Uh, she's she's yeah. not even uh within she's a few months away. of eating an apple. Right. Is her, her teeth are not stable. <laughs> They're shaking her lips. Yeah. Yeah. How hard was that for her to admit? Oh, man. Yeah. So she said she's, uh, she's effing sad. That's her, uh, yeah. response. So, yeah. She's going to be hungry. I think, uh, maybe that's what she needed, uh, just to kind of refocus on her actual right. career. Uh, she right. got so big in UFC and, you know, now movies, commercials, uh, appearances. Mm-hmm. I think she's getting, uh, she's ready to go, uh, ready to get back into that octagon and, uh, take care of business before, uh, you know, her body lets up. Uh, she's in her prime still, so.
1: Yeah. How about uh, Kim and Kanye, uh, baby boy, birth of baby boy? i um, not sure. The middle name is going to be Robert, you know, late father Robert Kardashian represented OJ in the OJ trial. Um, so Kim and Kanye, baby number two, man. Not sure what her name is going to be yet. Um, what would you think the name would be?
2: Uh, no comment. Don't care. <laughs> <laughs> it's probably going to be something outrageous. I mean, you know, oh man, I I just I just can't I just can't. <laughs> I think I think North was good. North was a good name. North was a good name. Yeah, uh, yeah, Northwest. Yeah, that's funny. That's a good one. Very clever. You like you
1: like you like Kanye as a as an artist or uh, as an artist
2: as an artist. I used I used to. I, I like his older stuff. Uh, newer stuff that's eh, okay um i think he's gotten a little too big for his britches yeah. uh ego wise um i mean a lot of people get like that too so can't really hate but yeah he's just kind of getting obnoxious now uh always wanted the limelight and uh, yeah i i just don't care for him too much now but I, as an artist yeah i definitely do like him i mean even before he got big on his own, uh, he did a lot of Jay-Z stuff. Yeah. So, I mean, a lot of respect for that. But, yeah, eh, not too much of a fan of his right now. <laughs>
1: <laughs> um, a couple of things here before we break and uh, come back and talk some uh, college football. Coughlin says he doesn't pay attention to the critics. So, I guess a lot of chirping on the outside. But uh, in Giants camp, and comp mind, He's not paying attention to the critics yeah
2: well he better start because i mean the last few times that uh he was on the hot seat they won the super bowl this is doesn't look like one of those situations unfortunately <laughs> yeah just the way they've been playing um you have to start putting pressure on yourself i mean start looking in the mirror tom i mean i'm i need to tag this show to him and uh tweet it to him and have him listen to this section because honestly it's not about critics it's just the facts it's what we see on the field and what happens at the end of the games and I mean it's something is wrong there and if he can't admit that something's wrong there then it's a fact that he needs to go and he's lost touch and he's like Vince McMahon with WWE he's lost all touch and he doesn't know what's going on Uh, Something needs to to change. I don't know what it is. Uh, He should know better than I am, uh, than I do, because he's the head coach. But, uh, Mm -hmm. I mean, yeah, I I agree. Don't listen to the critics, but don't pretend that nothing's wrong Mm because something is majorly wrong. I mean, you you thinking in the car, how do you think I feel when when Mm -hmm. I'm thinking, oh, my God, this team should be dominating right now, one of the top teams in the NFC? And, you know, they just... Completely just blew everything. I mean, five games, two minutes with the lead, and they just blow it. They just can't get a win. Yeah. So uh, something's wrong there.
1: Yeah, definitely. So we'll keep an eye on that uh, that matchup too with you guys next week. Uh, Dolphins and Giants. Uh, yeah. Seahawks release cornerback uh, Williams out to only ten starts. Former Eagle Kerry Williams, he's gone out of Seattle. Cut. Goodbye. Adios. Maybe somebody pick him up. Um, unlikely advocate Michael Vick pushing to save animals. Some good news, right, Mike Vick?
2: Yeah, is it a, is it an act? I don't know. I, I, I think he's know. lost
1: enough to be like, you know, at this point.
2: I, yeah, maybe, maybe. I, man, I need a lot more. I mean, hey, give some, give some money to, uh, you know, donate some money to some shelters and. Then I, I might start believing it, but not not right now. I mean, being an advocate is one thing, but uh, that could be the courts telling you that you still need to be an advocate. Um, what he did was pretty wrong, so uh, I'm still not a big fan of his. You know, you know me, a big dog lover, so not not too happy with him still.
1: <laughs> and uh, riverboat Ron Ron Rivera frustrated by questioning the hit on Cam Newton. Cam Newton got full up like a pretzel yesterday in that game the did Kings you see that call. yeah he's grinsing in pain too so uh cam feel bad for you cam think that yesterday.
2: Was, the, was that a questionable call though i mean uh, it looked bad he but kinda, he was showboating he, it more, he it slowed up
1: for a flag but um you he know.
2: slowed up he slowed up he could have been in the end zone a lot quicker
1: yeah you know what he scored about and profiling once yeah, you leave yeah. that, once you leave that box, you're like you're like a running back now. They treat you yeah. like a running back. So, yeah. Uh,
2: so, I mean, he's a big guy too. He he had to go to, uh, to go through concussion protocol too. At that point.
1: Yeah. Yeah. yeah, he's a big guy. But Cam to me won that MVP yesterday. Amazing performance by Cam. Oh uh, no doubt. This game, King Dab hashtag King Dab. You're like yeah, they'll come back. I'm like, uh, yeah, King Deb, yeah, yeah, confident. Maybe I told
2: back. you, man, I, I, dude, confident, oh, man, nothing but confidence with that guy. I was just like, you, you were like, oh, Saints might win this. I was like, nah, nah, no way. I, I'm uh, so confident that in, in Cam Newton at this point where there's no way that he does not win MVP. If he doesn't, yeah. it's, a, it's a sham for sure.
1: Mm-hmm definitely is uh 40 after the hour Ken for a sports talk show live call ends at 661 449 surprise call from my buddy from cleveland james blair friends with lebron james on twitter you guys know the whole nine the story with james on the court and everything else that happened after that so james man how are you welcome to the program um good to have you back on it's been a while man i i feel bad for your browns man it's just um it's been terrible, man, every week. I'm rooting for you guys, but you just can't get over that hurdle, man.
5: Yeah, it's been disappointing. I mean, the only thing we look forward to now is basically losing because we're never going to have another high draft pick. But, but the way they picked lately, it's like, why even be excited about that?
1: <laughs> yeah, exactly. What about Manzel? Do you believe in Manzel? Is he going to be here longer? He's supposed to be coming back, starting role? What do you think?
5: Yeah, I think what comes down to I don't think Petten likes him. I think he has an agenda out for him, and he has since the beginning. A lot of people don't know this, but since last year, I think they kind of pushed the Manziel on Petten, and Petten didn't really appreciate that because he was a Hoyer guy. And Mm -hmm. when he was in Buffalo, we played them, and Hoyer was our quarterback, and he actually went down with that ACL chair. Um, Mm -hmm. Petten was the defensive coordinator or whatever he was at Buffalo at the time, and he wrote this big old personal letter to Uh, Hoyer after the game on how much he liked him as a person and how he hopes he bounces back from it and a lot of people don't know all those little insights of Petten but so he was like a Hoyer guy from the get-go so then he comes to Cleveland and he wanted him to be the guy and I mean everyone knows Hoyer's doing decent in Texas but he hasn't had anyone to compete against and he's a career backup more or less and I think he kind of got mad that management kind of pushed Johnny on him and he hasn't liked him ever
1: since. Yeah so it's interesting stuff i mean i wish the i wish the browns the best man you know from history the quarterbacks coaches coming and going i mean just, just give the you know some stability you think Pettin comes back next year or he's gone or manzel is he gone next after the season i hope
5: i think they're gonna stay. i don't know from the talk of everyone it sounds like johnny won't go but one of them's got to go if you keep Pettin, i think let johnny loose and let him go be free and go wherever he wants and let him flourish somewhere else, but if we want to go forward with Johnny, I don't think we can keep petting. Regardless, I hope, and I think the majority of the fans I've talked to, they want Petting out. He's a defensive-minded coach. He brought in his defensive coordinator, his buddy, uh, O'Neill. Our defense has been the worst-ranked defense. Um, For being a defensive specialist coach, you shouldn't have the worst-ranked run defense every year you're a coach. And. They just, they just, I mean, everyone wants stability, but you need stability with the right guys. And I don't think they brought in the right guys to begin with because there wasn't a lot of viable options out there at the time. So we mm-hmm. brought Pettin in, and I don't think he was fit to be a head coach at the time. So I don't know. It'll be interesting to
1: see what happens. Yeah. Were you watching the game last Monday night, Ravens and Browns? Thoughts on that field goal?
5: Oh, uh, yeah. I've, I mean, people have been offering. I've literally, this is the first time I can ever say I've turned down free tickets to games. I think I had wrote 10 tickets <laughs> to the game on Sunday, and I turned really? it down. I'm like, I'm not, yeah, I, I don't want to go support. Like, I'm a Browns fan until I die, but I'm not going to drive out there and sit and support a team that doesn't know what's going on and can't make the right decisions. I mean, did you watch the Cincy game? Yeah, definitely
1: watch the Cincy game.
5: We got yeah. blown out by 30 points or whatever, and afterwards, the press conference, our head coach says that he's seen a lot of positive things out of it, and he's seen like our guys didn't give up.
1: I don't know like, he's. Coach is obviously blind. Like you said, I don't think he's <laughs> gonna come back next year. Like one or two is gonna go, but I don't think is coming back. Like like you said, yeah. he's more of a decent defensive guy. So, um, you know, to be continued. I hope you guys make the right choices in draft picks and you know signing free agents and the whole nine for the next season. But um, we'll see what the Browns do in the uh, in the off season. Thoughts on the Cavs? Thirteen and seven. Um, cause of concern, panic, Coach Blatt, LeBron frustrated, um, no Kyrie, what's going on with the Cavs?
5: I mean, people, you see seen how they overacted last year, you know how it goes, yeah. you call LeBron, anytime you got LeBron on your team, you know, you're, you got a chance at winning it all, so it's mm. not a concern at all, I mean, yeah. you got two starters out, one all-star, and right. guys, I mean, you haven't even really played together, and they're still one of the top seeds in the East. And once, I mean, they're not, Kyrie, if, if this is the playoffs, Kyrie and Shumper probably would be playing today. But yeah. they're not rushing these guys back because the only thing that matters with the Cavs this year is come April we're 100% healthy. It doesn't matter if we're a one seed or an eight seed. As long as we're in the playoffs and healthy, that's all that matters going forward.
1: Yeah. How about LeBron? He signed a lucrative lifetime deal with Nike today. Any any light on that contract signing?
5: Yeah, they, they haven't released the details yet, but it's, it, definitely interesting because LeBron has always said and I've talked to friends of his that he's always been real passionate about wanting to do something like Jordan where he branched out and had his own type of like brand because he mm-hmm. said after basketball he always was interested he said he thinks it's awesome how Jordan has went and got guys to sign kind of under him and wear his shoe and kind of like be his own type of brand so it's really mm-hmm. interesting that LeBron ended up going this route I mean obviously money talks so there's probably a a good chunk of money involved in it. But I right. definitely thought LeBron was going to go down the road and kind of do like what Jordan did and create his own, because he already has, like, his own LeBron brand, but it's through Nike. So right. I figured he's going to do something like that and afterwards sign guys on to him kind of thing and be, like, almost like a subdivision of Nike. But right. I guess they sat down and figured out something worthwhile because a lifetime deal, that's crazy. I mean, for Nike, especially, they've never offered. They said this is the biggest contract to an individual person in the company's 44-year history, I think which is yeah. pretty remarkable. And there's yeah, not many sure. other lifetime contracts out there. I think Derek Rose has one, but all that money is going to the doctors now. <laughs>
1: it's sad but true. Um, yeah, well, those Miami Heat fans, um, you know, some interesting chance there, right? Um, LeBron is tired Chance and then LeBron flashes a ring. Um, what do you make of that?
5: A yeah, all ten of them there. They can't Will even build make... their stadium up by halftime, man. <laughs> it's it's a joke. They try to tell me it's because of the rain. We get over two feet of snow, and they still expect us to go to work and everything up here on the lake. <laughs> so it's like yeah. a little rain stops you from going to the game. I mean, I understand, though. They do got a lot going on in that. But even yeah. when we went down there, they've never had a, a fan. You look in the fans, you look at Cavs games, and that you've been to the Cavs games, you see those yeah. are diehard, passionate fans. Right. Those fans at the Miami games are all tourists. They come there wearing club clothes. They don't even wear – you don't even see the team colors in the in the stands. They're just wearing all, dress all shirts like and jeans and stuff. Like, yeah. you go to, like – you go to OKC's or the the Golden State Arena uh, Oracle and, like, the Q& – those people are wearing Cavs colors head to toe. Like, you see it all throughout the stadium. And then yeah. you got the Miami Heat, and it's a bunch of business owners and tourists coming to stop by. And, I mean, yeah. it's just ridiculous. I, like you see on Twitter all the time, it, it's, it gets old because these these fans just won't let it go. And it's like, it was okay for them, to for LeBron to leave us. And really, he screwed the Cavs when he left mm-hmm. and kind of left them with nothing. And then he gets them two rings and wants to come back home and finish his business yet here, and they have a problem with it now. It's like, I don't know. You know how it goes.
1: Yeah, we, we went to game six, Dave, and, um me, me and James were at game six, Dave, and um, he didn't leave, man. That game six, of the shot with Ray Allen, the shot, we were there, and a lot of Cavs, uh, Heat fans left, try to come back in. You see him pounding yep, the doors, yep, come back I in. We were that. there. We were there. I me and James, James the half our section was empty, man, but we stayed.
2: Man, oh, I wish I was there. I was watching on TV, uh, wearing the uh, white and red, uh, going yeah. absolutely nuts. <laughs> yeah, crazy. Uh, like, I, yeah. From home, from home, from home in New York, you know, I guess – I guess the true, you know, true Heat fans are uh, watching from home. If I was there, I, I'd definitely be rocking some jerseys, definitely it's Wayne Wade or yeah. yeah. But I mean, you know, the Knicks have that same problem too. Uh, unfortunately, it's a it's a venue to bring clients and uh, it's an More expensive ticket. Yeah, yeah, so you you know you bring clients and this and that. You know, uh, you know Wall Street's there. And it stinks, man, because it's like I, I want to go to the game. I want to go to a Knicks game, watch Chris Stapps, and, you know, get a good seat. But I can't because yeah. it's uh, too expensive. It's all uh, it's all business, guys. So yeah. uh, what can you do? Right, maybe, maybe I should be a Cav fan. Who knows?
1: <laughs> yeah come on come on down right you got Dave you got any you got any questions for uh James man we uh I've known James for a while but I don't know you first time you on the air with James uh, any questions yeah, for James nice, Bob, nice Bob? To meet you,
2: James. uh so, sounds like uh you're a pretty big uh Cleveland fan uh so what do you th- what do you think uh what, what's going on I, I know there's no sense of urgency with the Cavs they're they're going to be fine they're going to make the playoffs and turn it on uh does there uh that there's just play and attitude seem kind of like lethargic. Uh, do they seem uh, like the effort is a little low for them? Cause I mean, coming off a, of a loss and, you know, the you know, championship game, I would think they would come out, uh, you know, firing on all cylinders and not golden state. I thought golden state would be uh slacking off a little bit, but it, uh, it seems to be the opposite. Uh, what do you think about that?
5: Yeah. Normally like with LeBron, you can see like in the past, he kind of just kind of goes through the motions until about February, Marchish, and you'll see him flip that switch. And this year, though, has been completely different. He's came in this, like, working out. I think he was working out two to three times a day coming up into the season, and he's just been, like, all in, and he wants to show these guys, like, hey, we're, I'm pissed off. We were close last year, and we should have won despite the injuries and whatnot. And he really came into the season with that, that fire and that passion. It seems like – everyone else is just kind of like, eh, eh, kind of like you said, going through the motions and not ready to flip that switch yet. And I Mm -hmm. think it's frustrating for him because he's trying to lead by example when normally he doesn't do this. And I think a lot of the other guys are almost like, well, we're not healthy yet. We still don't have Kyrie. We don't have Shump. And I feel like once those guys come back, it'll be like, okay, our team's here, now we're ready to go. And Mm -hmm. I think it's frustrating for LeBron now because he wants that intensity and that passion from everyone now. And, right. it's like, the JRs and the Mo, And, like, Moe's been battling some injuries lately. But he's actually been playing pretty decent. But it seems like a lot of the guys are almost just going through the motions, waiting. And in the back of their minds, they know, hey, we got a great chance of win it all as long as we're healthy. But LeBron wants them to be de- – I think, too, LeBron sees all the media and all the stuff surrounding Golden State. And they're going in there and just kicking the doors in of whoever they play. Right. But you got to look on the other side of things, too. That team has been – historically one of the probably healthiest teams I've ever seen in the last couple of years. Like yeah, They've had yeah. minor injuries. I think Bogut's been injured, but he's always had injuries. But other than that, they've been a pretty healthy squad. And anytime you can uh, bring everyone back like they're doing, especially after winning and knowing you're healthy and just play like they're playing, I mean, hats off to them. But I hope in their case they get too big-headed and come playoff time, get upset some round Because like I said, playing the West I mean, even New York, like you said, coming up, they're playing, and they're probably going to be getting better over time and getting back in the playoffs. And what's good about the East is, I mean, yeah, they are getting better now. Though they are always said the West is the best, and they're more competitive in the West. But what's good about the East is we only got to play one of those guys. So yeah. we got to hope. All you got to do is be able to beat one of them in a seven-game series. So they're going to beat each other up and really go at each other, and hopefully you can just take out the best that comes out of them.
1: Yeah, absolutely. I, I know Christmas I know Christmas is coming up. I just want Golden State to be undefeated until Christmas Day. And, and LeBron just <laughs> oh, smacked the hell out the heck Christmas out of present. them. Yeah. I I can't and wait.
2: They got, just, go, ahead, go ahead, go ahead. Oh, I was just gonna say they have some games uh, ahead of them, uh, I mean Pacers uh coming up. I think uh mm-hmm. tomorrow. So, I don't know. It's going to be tough. But uh, after uh, they get rid of this road trip, uh, they're going to be – it's smooth sailing. I think they have a a game against Phoenix, uh, a few uh, T Wolves. So, uh, it leads right up into uh, the 25th. Uh, Is Kyrie going to be back? Is he going to be ready to go? Well, they
5: said that um, they're not confirming anything yet, but he's going to travel on the road and that they've been practicing. And i seen a report yesterday that said – he's been playing pretty intense one-on-one against LeBron after practices and stuff like that. So it's all pointing to good signs. So, I mean, they're not rushing him back, but I think they're just going to, it's just going to be a, hey, a day before, day of kind of thing where, hey, he's active and in the lineup and you're going to see him playing. I don't think they're going to try to make a spectacle out of it and like announce, oh, he's going to be playing on this day coming up in a couple weeks or whatnot. I think like they're just going to kind of go through the motions and say, oh, yep, he's ready. He's active for tonight and slowly start getting him in for some minutes and Sierra goes from there, but uh, that would be great. I mean, I've been wanting Golden State to lose, but I wouldn't mind them hanging out. If they're going to win, keep winning until
1: Christmas Day, that'd be a good Christmas game to watch. Heck yeah. Heck yeah. I couldn't see it any better. Hey, um... James, thanks for coming on, man. Appreciate it. Good time out there in Miami. Definitely uh, try to see you again, maybe for NBA finals or something like that. Along those lines, I'll definitely let you know I'm going to be in Cleveland. Um, Say what's up to Joe for me, man. My boy Joe doing his thing out there with those sneakers, man. He's doing really good. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Joe, uh, Mike Ferg, see what's up with those guys for me, and uh, moms and brothers and sisters, Yeah, we had a good time last sisters, year at first take Yeah, that. that. was that was epic, man. I want to do something like that again. Maybe I'll bring Dave. Maybe i convert Dave to a Cavs fan for a week. Yeah,
2: that was pretty funny I'm watching you guys at first take. <laughs> I was watching, <laughs> yeah. I was it, watching from uh, New York. It was hilarious. I was like, oh, man, there
5: they are. <laughs> Nick painted in and you got it here for uh, someone, and I got plenty of Cavs here, so come on down. The more the merrier. All right, go.
1: sounds
2: good. Sounds
5: good.
1: Hey, good luck All to right, you, James. Sir, um, happy holidays, man. Merry Christmas, and uh, we'll speak to you soon, man. Yep, you too,
5: guys. Be safe.
1: All right, you take care. care. That's uh, the great James Blair, Ken Freeman Sports Talk Show. That's some good stuff there, huh, huh Dave?
2: Definitely, definitely. Got
1: James man. on the dial, the speed dial.
2: Excellent. Yeah, I can't, wow, you guys went to that game. That game was epic. I, mean, I remember yeah. exactly where I was, too, where I was sitting, what I was wearing. Man, that was an incredible game. Yeah, that was something
1: Oof. else. Half of that, half of that, our section bounced. They were just gone. It was just yeah. gone. Man, me and James so were it. like, "Do we pay a few hundred dollars for these tickets? We're not going nowhere. Till- <laughs> I'm yeah. watching
2: until the end, man. It's yeah. Bitter end, no matter yeah. if it's misery yeah. or not. You know, I'm sitting there, and and that's why it's tough to get uh, you know sports tickets nowadays. You know, especially Giants tickets. You know, <laughs> I keep going back to the, yeah. Giants. the Giants. you know, you spend you spend like three four hundred bucks for a ticket and yeah. you don't want to leave but I mean your team's down and getting smashed I I, I went to a game uh, I think like a year and a half ago yeah. and uh, it was uh, Denver Broncos and they were getting crushed and I was just like I just don't want to leave I mean I do because this is horrible to watch but I mean you spend so much money on the ticket it's like yeah. you just kind of want to soak it in but yeah, yeah I guess uh, that man what a hell of a game that was Yeah,
1: definitely was You
2: you would have never left man. You're not that kind of donk No way
1: Yeah, definitely James says uh, No, me, no Me, no Never, never, never that Um, James says anytime He'll be back soon Um, So shout out to him You gotta ask him about When he ran onto the court And dapped up LeBron You gotta ask him The whole situation Yeah, oh my god I remember seeing
2: that Yes. What? (laughs) I was just like What is going
1: on? I'm like Yeah (laughs) You gotta ask him about that. Make that sure I let you cool. know. I'll try to get him back next time so we could. Uh, oh, that is so
2: cool. <laughs> so we could,
1: uh, have him have him back on the show and talk some smack about that whole LeBron situation. Uh, a couple of things here: Tony Stewart' attorneys filed counterclaim on insurance in a wrongful death lawsuit. Uh, the whole accident with him—that guy running on the the the, the, uh, the track there and got killed. South no, African tragic. Appeals Yeah Definitely tragic South African America, South African Appeals Court Convicts Oscar Pistorius of murder Overturning manslaughter conviction That guy's a big donk man Murdering his girlfriend So he thought his house was being robbed
2: yeah um, I don't
1: know yeah, uh, That sounds
2: funny. shady Shady Yeah
1: and uh WWE sending out questionnaires as to why fans have stopped watching the product, Dave. Uh, I didn't get a questionnaire. <laughs> did you?
2: I did well, not. And I spent a lot of money. I just did uh so the logo I. today. Just um yeah, buy one, yeah. get one free t shirts. Uh come yeah. on. I mean I, I spent a lot of money on tickets, on traveling, on you know, uh merchandise. I didn't get a questionnaire. They don't want to hear my opinion, I think, because I'm just gonna light them up. I'm yeah. just gonna you know, they might have a questionnaire, I might turn it over and just write Vince sucks uh fire kevin hashtag fire kevin Dunn and uh they'll get the uh the right idea there uh creative is awful and uh you know, like you asked me today about the royal rumble i just i i mean I have no problem going to Florida, but i just don't wanna i just don't wanna spend money on uh on this product anymore i just don't i don't have faith anymore
1: so we'll see what happens tonight be a big night yeah. tonight up the t l c Breaking Ground, NXT London coming up as well. Cowboys and Redskins tonight should be a good one.
2: Fargo.
1: Uh, uh, Fargo. Um, I'm caught up. I'm know. caught up. you caught up? How epic is that? Yeah, I'm there. caught up. I'm, up. I'm ready to go. go. He's, I'm he's to go awesome. I'm, Mike Milligan, he's pretty good, huh?
2: Yeah, yeah, it's uh, it's definitely uh, it's different. Kirsten
1: Dunst, how how amazing is she, Kirsten Dunst? She made, oh, she, was, she annoys me.
2: Like, man. She annoys a lot of me, man. She really
0: does. <laughs> I oh.
2: guess that I means she's doing a good job. That's like a heel yeah, in wrestling, yeah, you know. If they you. annoy you, they're doing yeah. their job. Yeah, yeah, she's doing their job. She's doing her job. I mean, yeah. I, I just <laughs> I'm like, what's, what's going on? I mean, if it's I was different.
1: from like. It's it's different, right? It's different.
2: If I'm from North Dakota, I'd be pretty pissed off at this show. It makes you makes some guys look like a bunch of donks.
0: Yeah. I
2: mean, not too bright of people. Not at all. Not at all. <laughs> oh man, but that's wild. I mean yeah. it says it's a true story, but I, I, I gotta look into this more. I mean yeah, it's, you
1: know. it's good though. It makes you think though, right? It it makes you think. It makes you think a whole lot. Boy, you
2: don't expect anything. It's just so wild and so out there that you just can't expect what's going to happen next.
1: Yeah, it's pretty wild. So um, I'll watch some of that breaking ground. Raw, we have TLC, NXT, London coming up. Uh, Cowboys, Redskins tonight. Uh, Fargo breaking ground. Jessica Jones. So it should be a good night. And um, we'll see you guys soon, man. It's been a good show, man. It went by perfect. Yeah, definitely.
2: Uh, yeah. Oh, it always does, man. Two hours is not enough. Uh, a lot goes on during the week and, you know, you got to let out the emotions and, uh, you know, state the facts. It, it's it's yeah. a lot to do in two hours, you know, especially uh the way the refs are going, uh, <laughs> the way my team is going. You had a I'm happy to, day. Yeah,
1: yeah. <laughs> I'm going to have to come on your spin-off show. From, by the way, we're doing a spin-off. Dave's doing a spin-off show. Yeah, this
2: for sure. You got to come it's, on. It's, you know, I've been practicing. Not, I've been practicing yeah. with it. That's why uh, the show's been pretty good. Uh, just getting more comfortable on the radio, and uh, that's uh, that's basically what it is. Uh, more preparation, and I'm starting to see what what you do. Yeah, so, a lot uh, of work. Yeah, yeah, yeah. that easy. A lot it of is. Work. Oh man, it's it takes it a few takes hours, hours, man. Yeah, yeah a few hours time. a day. It so uh, it's not an yeah. easy thing. But Except yeah, for sure. Definitely happy to management. have, I to go, have go, you on. Man.
1: I, yeah, man, for sure. When I go into management, I don't think I'll be able to do this every Monday. But um, if not, I can just uh, guest host on your show, so it should be no problem. So. Um, we should be good we should be good moving forward but it's definitely. a lot of work right it's a lot of work Very oh careful.
2: man oh for sure, sure. it's definitely just uh just the preparation uh, just trying to organize everything uh yeah. you know you want to get your sound bits uh get the music yeah. organized because you don't want to scramble for that right. uh because you know you're trying to talk and be focused and you don't want to have to worry about other things people text uh, the
1: highlights this, this yeah yeah,
2: yeah. It's a, it's a lot it's definitely a lot so um, it looks easy. Yeah, but it, is
1: up there and Colin's up there, but it's a lot of work. A lot of maneuvering. Yeah, but you to you got to yeah, remember how many
2: people they have in the background, though, right? In the, yeah, the, yeah. Behind the, the scenes, they have a lot oh, of people. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So, I mean, it's it's definitely different uh, when you're doing it solo or even like two people. It's it's yeah. tough work. Uh, yeah. They make it look easy just because they have that staff at ESPN. Right, but, uh, right. Yeah, nah, I mean, we, hey, doing it solo and doing it uh, just two people—it's—it's it's a lot of work. And people think it's just, hey, you just go on there and you know, uh, just talk about sports. It's—it's it's not that easy. But it's—it's uh, it's fun though. It sure is fun, and it sure is worth it. I'll tell you that yeah.
1: much. Yeah, we're having a blast today. Was a blast. We have a blast every week. So. Yeah. Oh,
2: definitely, definitely. And, and uh, I was hearing uh, from WWE. I just read something that uh, creative yeah. was. Trying to change Raw up. Uh, I don't know. Oh, That's a, we'll we'll see.
1: I don't yeah, believe we'll it. See. We'll see tonight. I mean, they're, they're teasing the whole uh, Charlotte heel turn, so we'll see where they're going with that. Right. Yeah.
2: And what, Sasha? Sasha coming to the rescue? Or oh, I can't wait. Few more these? Becky matches. Oh, Becky matches
1: or yeah.
2: you know, Maybe a little while. Maybe save it for Mania. I'd rather watch it live. Incredible. That would yeah, make but... my Mania. I don't care who wins the world title. I don't care who is tag team champs. I don't care who right. does anything. If Sasha wins that title. That's it. legit, legit boss! Shot the rings.
1: We got a party shirt that night, huh?
2: I got the glasses. Let's go. I got. I just. Gonna, um,
1: she's I, gonna be on the Filter this Wednesday at four o'clock with Renee Young. Filtered. Oh, o'clock. Oh,
2: man, I love that girl. I gotta catch, I to, catch her. I gotta make her wifey, man.
1: You gotta try <laughs> to get up. With her in Dallas, <laughs> try to meet up with her in Dallas, right? Maybe a little. Uh, oh,
2: for sure. No, hey, I don't okay. care if the meet and greet is like two hundred bucks. I'm going. That's yeah. one meet and greet I'll go to, you know. Hey, like Bray Wyatt, eh, that's all right. You know, I like Bray Wyatt a lot. Oh, Seth Rollins, nah, he's a jerk anyway. <laughs> but uh... <laughs> Sachito. Oh, man, Sachito Banks. No, yeah. no doubt yeah. about it. I would yeah, definitely yeah. just go. Uh, man, And hey, you know what I regret just in New Orleans? I, I let her walk by, too. I' yeah, getting a picture. Like a nobody back then, right? Nah, I, I, but I knew her. I knew her. She, quote unquote, nobody, but I knew who she was. And I right, was like, right. ah, you know, there's, you know, all the guys, all the main guys were walking and like yeah. Emma was coming out. And then I was just like, ah, oh, I guess I have to, have to go over that way. I regret <laughs> it to this day, man. I think about it. <laughs> it's like, I wish I could go back and change it.
1: Yeah, that. <laughs> seriously. Oh, man. Yeah. Well, Enjoy your night, dude. Enjoy raw and uh yeah, okay, we'll yeah, for sure. We'll see these uh, uh screw sure up tonight and uh we'll see how far it goes and breaking ground should be a good night.
2: Yeah, I guess I mean if they're gonna screw up at least cost the Redskins the game. I'll be okay yeah,
1: with that. i okay I mean I don't
2: mind filling uh Hassas Wall with some uh hateful memes. Yeah. But uh absolutely. you know, you gotta counteract. Gotta counteract uh, <laughs> the <laughs> hater over there. I mean that's part <laughs> of the I think that's why I'm more frustrated than <laughs> you know, with Tom Coughlin, the Giants it's just like they're giving fuel to Haas.
3: I mean, he's yeah. one of the biggest
2: haters in the world, and oh, yeah. having to that. having to deal with that on top of that disappointing loss is just tough to do. I mean, it takes a a pretty amazing human being. It takes you know, building some a like Rocky type psyche, yeah. you know, to uh, defend against it. But he's uh, he's winning right now. He's got me uh, <laughs> flustered. <laughs> he's got me flustered. <laughs>
3: you gotta make a comeback
2: comeback. oh man i'm gonna be rooting for them boys (laughs) hashtag we them boys hashtag jerry jones is the man let's (laughs) go i love the cowboys i'm gonna be wearing a star i gotta find some kind of resemblance maybe i'll wear like yankees colors kind of close to the cowboys because i won't own any of that but uh yeah i'm going full out cowboys for sure i'm actually going to start watching the game i'm going to watch a little bit of raw at the beginning and then go right to the game i don't have the man cave like you so i can't watch both at the same time but, yeah i'm
1: definitely forward. going yeah
2: yeah I'm, I'm gonna start off with uh some cowboys see how it starts if i start feeling that anger and the blood rising uh, i'll check the fitbit see my heart rate and uh go back to raw <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> All right, brother. Have a good night. Thanks for listening. He's Dave. I'm Kenford. Kenford Abrams Sports Talk Show. Have a good night. All right. See you soon. Take care, everyone. <laughs>